Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. And that's right, D-Stat. Take three. I finally got the intro down to the podcast. Hoorah. That's what happens when it's been like a month since you record. Anywho, we are the Sports Brew. I'm the captain, and uh, we're cranking up a little craziness here in the basement, man. This is what we like to refer to as a throwdown Thursday, baby. Uh, right in front of May 4th. That's always good. A little May the 4th be with you, rocking and rolling up in there. Uh, but yeah, it's been a little bit, man, so it's nice to get back in the basement, crank this bad boy back up and catch up and have a little fun, talk a little sports, enjoy a few tasty beverages, and of course, shoot the breeze as we always do, sports brew style. Good time. So, I don't want to waste a whole bunch of other time since I've already effed up the intro eight times. I'm just kidding. Not really. Uh <laughs> A little rust. Rust versus rest. There's your argument right there. Look, looking at you, Toronto. <laughs> anyway, I'm just kidding. Well, first and foremost, let's get him up in here. That's right. The one, the only D-Stat. What's going on, bro? Living large and in charge, sir. Yeah, how's life in the district, man? How, with the, uh, the the mighty wizards and the mighty capitals. It's good, man. It's good. It's fun times. You know, the Wizards didn't quite quite get as far Not as we would have liked, but they, uh, hey, make the playoffs still a good thing. Give us a little extra, extra basketball. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. Fair point. That's all right. We still got a lot of action with the Caps, even though tonight Absolutely. didn't. This this particular game didn't go their way with the Pens, but that's, you know, two, hey. 2-2. Two, two, two. We got two, a series. Two. Got a series, man. Got a series. Anyway, you ready to hit your woo, brother? Always. All right. Three. Brew and fun, bro. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, just out of curiosity, uh, have you ordered your Saquon Barkley jersey yet? Not yet, but soon. He's cru- he's crushing jersey sales, man. Oh, I, I can bet. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's not a surprise. I mean, being in that market, especially the way the running game's been up in New York for a little bit, to get somebody with that much flash, that much panache. I mean, again, with it's always the caveat. You don't know what these guys are until they're actually in the field with a pro team. But I, I totally understand why Giants fans are super, super excited about Barkley. And they should be. You should be. Yeah. You should be. So I totally get the jersey sales, man. Nice upside because dude's got some pop, man. Yeah. Nice upside. Nice upside. And Lord knows they need that. They've cycled through some running backs the past couple years. But yes, yeah. anyway, so maybe, maybe Mark will pick him up uh, when we play some fantasy football. Maybe he can totally rock Saquon. <laughs> Maybe he'll have a fun yep. team name based on his name somehow, some way. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Never know. You know, <laughs> kind of rando. Let me see if I can find this real quick. We were talking about all, all sorts of things, like pre-podcast. I, I, should I get everybody in first? I kind of feel like I, I'm already ready to topic jump. But we don't even have everybody <laughs> in yet. <laughs> you know what? That's okay. I'm going to go full Michelle Wolf on this podcast. <laughs> All right, because really with this intro, with this intro, she had the perfect joke, quote, like a porn star says when she's about to have sex with a Trump. Let's get this over with. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get everybody up in here. Why not? <laughs> Sorry, but I couldn't resist, dude. I could not resist. McGuffin, you ready? Ready, dude. There we go. We're going to go a little snoop for you, bro. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. What you got going on, man? By the way, how happy are you that the Colts actually invested in some linemen? About damn time, man. It's, it's so funny because, like, I see all these quote-unquote experts saying that the Colts got an F. Dude, we need linemen, so screw y'all. They graded them an F? 
Yeah, a bunch of idiots. They're probably the same people that said Doug Peterson sucks, so, you know, it doesn't matter what they think. Are they related to Gregson? Uh, probably. <laughs> but, um, yeah, dude, I mean, number one, protect Andrew Luck. Number two, protect Andrew Luck. Number three, protect, protect Andrew, Andrew Luck. Luck. Yeah. So that, that's your job. Look, man, here's the thing, dude. And like I don't waste my like I don't I don't make mock drafts okay I don't do that all right I read some mock drafts sure only because it, it's one of the ways to get to you know you, you kind of look at teams and you look at players and I have a little fun but I don't take them too seriously you know what I mean but yeah. for all the people that argue about grading a draft you have no freaking clue dude you have no idea you have no idea look how wrong all the damn mock drafts are. Rewind. Oh who 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 anywhere got the majority or even half or even a third or even a quarter of the damn first round right? You know Probably what I mean? Some secretary from Montana who just guessed. I mean, I I, saw, I, I know they they had. A, I can't believe they actually bet on like the draft, but I saw they had obviously some betting going on about who was going to go first. And Baker Mayfield, dude, you know. That was pretty amazing. I will admit that was a pretty wild ride there at the top end of the draft. I enjoyed that. I thought that was wild. I'm not saying it's going to work out for Cleveland. I get it, but uh, that was pretty fascinating to mm. me. Uh, but I, I didn't realize they, that Vegas takes bets. You know what I mean? I didn't. I, who, Dude, they, they who, take who bets, bets on, on everything? Who bets on the draft though? That's nuts. That's when you're full degenerate. Even Mark's not that damn degenerate. I mean, he might bet on the WNBA, but even he doesn't bet on the draft. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's nuts. So you think. Yeah, well, that's tr- <laughs> hashtag true story. Maybe he does. Maybe that's part of his hey, ESPN streak for the cash. I don't know. Hey, Justin. What? Now, next week is Mother's Day. I'm just wondering. I saw these jeans today. They're called thong jeans. Have you seen these things? Are those those, are those those dumb jeans where everything's cut out other than the waistband and like the stitched part that runs down the leg and around and just in the pockets? Yeah, I'm just wondering if you and I should get those for our wives. Nah, bro. <laughs> 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 nah. First of all, first of all, she'd kill me because they're like a hundred bucks. She'd be like, "What the hell's wrong what? with you?" Yeah, they're expensive, man. They're like they're designer. Um, hey, man, kudos to. Could, yeah, dude, you can totally just go to Costco, get a, a I don't know, whatever pair of jeans, just um, and just cut them out, man. Do a little bit of legwork. You can just hoof that material out of there if you want to. Look, I can already get my wife out of her pants. I don't need the pants already off of her, Same. but you know what I'm saying? Same here, bro. Same here. <laughs> Cheers. That was pro- it's probably a little early in the podcast to have dirty statements like that, but <laughs> I'm just saying. It's never too early, and that's what she said. <laughs> hey. You have to know after a month, the sports crew has a little little naughtiness. I mean, we, we're just gonna. We that, I mean, that's the deal. It's gonna happen. So, enjoy the ride. And as Shannon would say... That's what she said. See? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. Anyway. Oh, Randy, what's going on, dude? Oh, not much. Just uh, happy, happy the draft's come and gone. I'm happy with the draft in general. Now it's just looking forward to uh, finally getting back into baseball. You know, well, I'm, at this point, I'm waiting till the championships for NBA and NHL are around to actually really start watching. Uh, other than that, uh, well, you need you need to adopt the, the team. Too. You need to adopt the team. I mean, do you, is there any NHL team that you're pulling for? 
I mean, I know we're relatively close to the Capitals, you know, but that doesn't mean you're going to pull for them. Well, I mean, Rangers were my team. Oh, so, so, okay. Yeah. So it's like that was that was my whole thing with uh, both with both leagues is the fact that NBA I kind of semi follow Oklahoma City because it used to be the Seattle Sonics and then Seattle was my uh-huh. team. And then the Rangers, I don't know what the hell happened this year. They were <laughs> great. They were in the playoffs last year, and this year they just sucked. So, welcome to parody, bro. Uh yeah, just a tad bit. Ah, sports reality. <laughs> you know what I mean. Sometimes it crashes and burns. Looking at you, Oklahoma City, dude. All right, two things real quick. <clears throat> Let me finish up the the draft thoughts real quick. Go back. Do yourself a favor for all the, for anybody grading what their team did as an F and bitching and moaning about it, go to Wikipedia and look up the last five NFL drafts, right? And then look at, like, and then search on, like, SI or ESPN or Fox or whoever it is you like, and look at mocks and look at what people, yeah, I'm giving you I'm giving you homework. Do something while you're drinking a beer and scratching your nuts, okay? Go back and look at it, and then look at the players that made it, and look how wrong a ton of people were, all right? Try to have a little fun with it, and just, the players have to get on the field and go. You know, they do those things for clicks. They do those things to stir up people and get them going. Just if you understand why they do it, just appreciate it for what it is. You don't need to take it that seriously. You don't need to, you know, make bets that you're going to eat horse crap. You don't need to do that. (laughs) All right. It's not that serious. Well, eating horse crap is pretty serious. That's a that's a bad move by that guy. That's a bunch of BS. Uh, I, I can't imagine a viable scenario where I would be like, you know what? I'm going to make a bet that I'm going to eat horse shit. I just yeah, I, I mean, I, talk I, about that I, like I, a, before we took our hiatus, like somebody else took, took that or no, it's actually it's a, dude, t- it's a terrible a idea. Fan uh-huh. Yes. Who does that? Who, who, has time? who does that? <laughs> Philly fan. Philly fan does that. That's Philly fan yeah, has time. That's right. It's just no. It's gross. It's it's not it's not necessary. I don't. What was that guy's name? Let me see. I have actually have the article. There it is. ESPN Cleveland radio host Aaron Goldhammer was so confident the Browns wouldn't take Baker Mayfield with the first pick in the NFL draft, he promised he'd horse poop if it happened. Look, just because I mean, a Philly look, fan they won the Super Bowl eats a horse poop doesn't mean Cleveland no. you're going to win the it, Super Bowl. Look, <laughs> so I, I, don't I like care this. How high in fiber it is. I, <laughs> well. <laughs> Look, he. I like this line on this article. He noted that he will eat the poop, which will be prepared by Iron Chef Michael Simon, live on air, while Jim Nance commentates the meal. First of all, I can't imagine, like, I, I'm hard-pressed to imagine Jim Nance narrating this dude eating horse crap. <laughs> yeah, they gotta pay that guy enough? I mean, I'm talking about Nance. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know, but... I would imagine he needs to pretend he's Daryl Green, and that's a tootsie roll. I don't know how else you get through. You know what I mean? I don't know how else you get through that. I really don't. <laughs> I don't know how else you get through that, Shannon. I don't know. And, and, and side note, kudos for getting some rando Iron Chef. I, my, I, don't, I don't know who Michael Simon is, but uh, he's an Iron Chef, so that must mean he can cook. How the hell do you prepare shit? Now my ex-wife, that was what I'm just kidding. That's a bad that's a bad she can't that's a bad she can't cook joke. 
That's a bad she can't cook joke. I can see it now. I present to you the classic shit on a shingle. But I mean, I mean like, you know. like, how do you prepare poop? What, what is that? I mean, it, it, it's not a delicacy. I mean, it's shit shimi. I mean, what, what, what is it? I mean, I, I don't know. Shiitake? Is, are you going to have some shiitake mushrooms with it? I, I just don't get it, man. The poo-poo platter? Do we make those jokes? I don't know, man. I don't understand. I would never make that bet. And Mark, you've made some bad bets in your life, but I'm pretty sure you're never going to make a bet where you have to eat horse poop. Nope. No. It's just a bad idea. Ugh. Anyway, so there's that. But but do yourself a favor. If you're all bent out of shape about the draft, go look at some past drafts, man. Go look at some past drafts. And what you'll see is a lot of stuff You know, people are all up in arms about. A lot of those things just don't happen. You know, so appreciate what it is for the moment. Have a little fun with it. And, you know, let the players play. You, they got to get on field and develop and grow in the NFL and, and do that stuff, man. You don't know what they're going to be. If if everybody knew what those players were going to be, and the draft would be entirely different. And the undrafted guys that turn out to be good would get freaking drafted. You know? And the gigantic bust that happened wouldn't... Trent Richardson, boy, if the... If the you know, if the Colts could do that again, <laughs> do you think they take T. Rich? Pretty sure they don't. You know, well, that was I mean, a trade. So well, that was the, just Gregson, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True story. My bad. That was the Browns. I apologize. But if if they could do that over again, they wouldn't. It's because you don't know. That's part of what makes the draft so you know fascinating and the NFL. Well, really, sports. You don't know, man. That that's part of the sports story, dude. Is guys yeah. that make you know, well, guys and gals that make it, and guys and gals that don't. And sometimes the people that don't make it are almost as fascinating as the people that do. They don't give you the same degree of sports satisfaction, maybe. But you know that's okay. Random side note, because Randy, you mentioned the Thunder, and I was thinking because we we spent a lot of time talking about the Thunder a few years ago, back when it was they still had, it was Harden and Westbrook and Durant, and we were like, oh, you should have kept Harden, like. If you could do that over, if that if that GM and that organization could do that over, don't you think they keep Harden and they move Westbrook? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, if, if they got the chance to reset that, obviously we're looking in hindsight. But given the way things have played out with Harden's career, with Durant, and with Westbrook, and I'm not anti-Westbrook. I know a lot of people are anti-Westbrook. But for what that team has become, and I'm Paul George, thanks for stopping by OKC. I think most people expect you to be a Laker next year. And Carmelo Anthony, uh, we just figure he wants his contract. So unless he gets, he wants the money. So unless he gets bought out, I don't know what they're going to do with that guy. But think about what that team has morphed into versus what they could have been. How much different some things could, you know what I mean? It's just. To me, God, I mean, if you, if you could do it over, dude, I'd keep Harden. I'd move Westbrook the hell out of there. Because I think if it was Harden, you'd keep Durant. The tough part about that is is Westbrook had peaked earlier than Harden, and Harden had kind of shelled in a couple of big spots. And then when he went to Houston, he really just shined. Um, and maybe if had they gotten rid of Westbrook, the same thing happens. But I, I still contend that they should have kept Westbrook that last year. They should have never traded him at all. You mean Harden? I mean Harden, excuse yeah. me. 
They should have never traded Harden. No, well, I, like, I don't think any of us liked that move when they did it. Honestly, if you lose them, you lose them, but you still keep them that that year. Yeah, well, and then you you offer him whatever contract you could at that point in time, and if he walks, he walks, and you could just tell your fans, listen, we did what we could. He still didn't want to stay. We didn't trade him for garbage. We gave him every chance to stay. We didn't trade him for crap, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those, just, man. God. See that? See, and that's the thing, because like uh, Chris Ballard revealed over the weekend that they had received a ton of offers for Andrew Luck, mm-hmm. like a ton of like trade picks, and he's like, "I'm not going to be the guy that traded that Andrew trades Luck. Andrew Luck." Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it turns into one of two things: either they don't move him and it was the right idea, or they don't move him and it was the wrong idea, and a lot of that's going to be con- contingent on what's Luck's shoulder. So clearly they're willing to assume the risk for the next chunk of his career that he's going to recover and he's going to be okay and he's going to be on the field. Because you'd hate to be the guy that sold out the franchise quarterback and then he goes somewhere else and is great. You know what right. I mean? Because yeah, exactly. I, I don't know how you recover from that one. You know, I mean, it, it, I just don't know how – you know what I mean? Like that's such, it, that's such a gigantic move. Unless you have somebody waiting in the wings, you know, that you're supremely confident in. You can't. You can't. Yeah, I mean. Unless, got, unless they had insider knowledge that there's no way he's ever going to be right again, then you <laughs> fucking take it and you run. You flee somebody and you go with it. But yeah. short of that. That's it, Shannon? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. It's okay. Just, to get back to your OKC thought, man, yeah. I mean, how in the world you got – that that GM who made those three drafts got those three guys on that team. I mean, it is just phenomenal. But sure, I, I just I we said it at the time that we never liked that trade. No, hated it. We thought they should have just kept them for that last year. See, let it play out and go from there. Because then you put the ball in his court, and if he leaves, it's on him. Yeah, I mean, see, now now you give him the out by saying. Well, he traded me, so I had no choice. Yeah. So, I, and that's what I would have done. I mean, and gosh, you know, the the that'll be, uh, I hope it's a good 30 for 30 when they actually do that on that team, <laughs> on those three guys, because that, that, that'll be interesting, because to hear the actual stories, because didn't Harden used to come off the bench for them? Yeah. Yeah, it's like he he, he yeah. preferred mm-hmm. to come off the bench. But like one of the yeah, well, one of the arguments you hear is that Harden was considered, I mean, a, a guy that could shoot, and that's just not really Westbrook's deal. I'm not saying the guy can't score, but like Harden is a shooter. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely, like legit. And so for them to move that guy. You know, I mean, it's just, I guess the point here is, and we're dealing with hindsight, and that's not particularly fair, and that's true, because you don't really get to play sports in a vacuum like that. But if we go way back machine, you know, I I think given the state of that franchise at this point, and obviously that factors in losing Durant, I I just don't know how you can comfortably make the argument that they made the right choice. Right. And And again, I'm not not anti-Westbrook. This is not about me being anti-Westbrook, but part of it is a team dynamic, and clearly there were issues between Westbrook and Durant. And if Harden and Durant didn't have those issues and they could have played together, they'd be in a much better damn position. I'm just saying, you got a guy at 6'10 or 6'11 that can hit threes, I would say by Westbrook in a heartbeat. I love you, but... Yeah. 
That would have been my. That would have been mine. That way you keep Harden and and uh, Durant together, and holy cow, that's a crazy combo. <laughs> yeah, well, it could have been, should have been, should have, could have, woulda. They didn't trust. The, it, hey, look, they, look, they should have gone Philly and trusted the process, dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How side note? How wild is it? For all the grief and all the crapping people did on that whole trust the process thing. And look where the damn 76ers are. I mean, it really is a pretty wild turnaround. Semifinals, man. I mean, Although it, they're down 0-2 to Boston right yeah, now. Yeah, well, uh, you know, still for them, I, I think you have to look at this year as successful. Even, it, even if Absolutely. by chance Boston takes him out. It's too early to say how that's going to go. And kudos to, to Brad Stevens, man, with the injuries that the Celtics have. Kudos to that. Kudos to that team, and kudos to that coach, man. He, he can um, flat out coach. Man. Yeah, he's he's really good. I, I heard somebody saying, and I don't remember if it was Coward. I, I don't remember who it was, and they said like if you would if you could do like an NBA draft of players and coaches, that Brad Stevens would be gone in the top ten. Like com- yeah. combine players and coaches, if if you could just draft your your franchise, basically not just players, but draft your franchise, that Brad Stevens would be a top ten pick. Yep. you know, and and that's a strong statement. You know what I mean? But him and Pop would yeah. probably be in the top ten. But either way, you know what the 76ers have accomplished to go from essentially being a laughing stock to being pretty legit. You know, and we can start. We can talk about a whole bunch of different players. But yo, this year is a success for them. They're young. You build on it. So. I don't know. It's just weird to me. By the way, Mark, <laughs> side note, do the Raptors have any chance against the Cavaliers now? Is that done? It's They, they needed to be, yeah. Oh, lost your audio there, bro. Uh, how about now? There you go. Welcome All back. Right. Um, they, they needed to be 1-1 going to the next round or going, going, going to Cleveland. Uh, down, down 0-2. That's, that's a steep climb. That's, uh, you know, they're, they're notorious for, for, for first round letdowns, which is why I had, you know, minor faith, uh, against the Wizards, you know, they handled, they handled the Wizards pretty easily in game one. The Wizards bounced back pretty strong in game two. And then, you know, we'll talk more about, about them. Wizards put up a good fight. I mean, I, I'm not terribly disappointed. Do you think the Wizards in part just got gassed? Just ran out of gas in a couple of those games because that's kind of what, what it, it felt it's like. That's what it felt like. They, they they just they they didn't they don't have the team that can go for four quarters. They they're very good in spurts and they've obviously got some extreme skill. You've heard me throughout the season laugh at the clowns that you know want to pretend that they're better without Wall. That's complete nonsense. That's ridiculous. Um, I, I, I've definitely got thoughts on what they need to do to improve, but um, <laughs> but yeah, they're just unfortunately they're just not a team that plays. A solid four quarters. I think the, the the one game I was embarrassed by, I can't remember which one it was. I want to say it was probably game four mm-hmm. against the the Raptors, where they were close and they actually, I think they were up two with about three minutes left in the game, and then just like they just stopped stopped making shots. But then, but they're still within a couple of points, and they then it just turns into just just buffoons play like just just running the court and just jacking up you know any three no, no ball movement no nothing and suddenly a game that, that should have been within two three maybe four points they're down 10 and, and it's like what what just happened this is a playoff you game that, that can't happen i, I don't know it, who, who, who exactly you blame for that but that's that's just the awful. whole team that, that shouldn't yeah i guess <laughs> the so. whole I mean, team that, i mean just, if you're if you're going full buffoonery you're either kanye west or you're the washington wizards yeah. yeah, I mean, you uh, know what I'm saying, and that actually that actually was their choice. So, um, <laughs> by the way, side note: 
<laughs> if you in any capacity just want to laugh your ass off for a while, look up Kanye West and Black Twitter. <laughs> and, oh my God, you will find a treasure trove of reaction to that whole... The hashtag is, if slavery was a choice. And I mean, mm. boy, boy, they, boy, they gave that dude the business, man. <laughs> you got that sound bite? <coughs> Which one? Oh, giving him the business? I'll have to look giving for it. Giving him the business? Yeah, yeah, but I mean... Some some of the things are great, and unfortunately, the reactions they're like I can talk about them, but they're way better paired with either the video, the vine, or the meme that's tied to it. You know what I mean? Some of the statements are pretty funny. You know, well, like when the plantation meeting could have been an email hashtag if slavery was a choice. Wow! I mean, some of them are, are brutal. Some of them are savage. Some of them are very funny, but they're best served. The reaction is best. However, you feel about Kanye's statement, uh, the reaction of the Twitterverse, particularly the what is referred to as Black Twitter, was hilarious and it was swift. But you have to pair the images and the visuals with the statements to get the full weight of the impact. It is well worth a trip down down Twitter lane. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. It is well worth the trip. Anyway, uh, I'm sorry. I, I topic jumped on you, Mark. Sorry about that. That's quite a right. Oh, did what was that lady? What was that lady that uh, oh, I can't remember her name, and I think it was within one or two. Was it like two years ago? Is the white lady that, and I think she was European, but I might be wrong about that. But she portrayed herself as a black woman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I can't. Um, yeah, I can think of her right now. She, I, I, she still occasionally occasionally pops up and 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 still has minor relevance yeah so she wrote a, i think she wrote, she wrote a book which is kind of comical well, um, she actually appears in one of these tweets and i i wish i could remember her name but i don't feel like looking it up so it's a picture of her and so the line on it just says massa i'm sorry but you don't meet the full requirements for this position if slavery was a choice <laughs> <laughs> i was like man that's, i'm telling you dude it, it's ruthless it's ruthless it, it's sure. ruthless and it's you know it, some of them are hilarious, but you also have to keep in context what it's born from. So, yeah, and yeah. and here on the sports brew, look, uh, we try not to dance too heavy with political stuff. It does kind of pop up every once in a while with certain things. Um, always remember that I think most of us, particularly me, I like dark humor and kind of biting caustic humor at times. So occasionally we laugh at things that are like, oh, oh, that's bad. You know what I mean? But that that's the seedy underbelly of humor and the seedy underbelly of life. And I personally believe when sometimes when, you, when your life is really hard growing up, and this is just an opinion, you know what I mean? When life throws you a lot of curveballs growing up, I think dark humor has a different appeal to you. I, 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 I really do. Yeah. I really do. Uh, I, I get behind that. So anyway, getting back to Mark's so, conversation. Justin. Yeah. I have to ask. Yeah. Growing up. Was it the hard knock life for you? I'm not going Jay Z here. Oh, is that what, what you... about Annie? <laughs> what Annie? Are you okay? No, I'm just kidding. No, from the musical Annie, the hard knock life. Justin, I never the origin of that. Hold on, I was too. I was actually looking up hard knock life just for him. <laughs> <laughs> since he had, since we had a request here, there you go. Does, it, does that make you feel better? Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah. That's I, forever, I, I know. I can't even tell you the last time I heard the song. I, I think. I think you know. We have to put push further because uh, you know Justin knows his music so well. But do you, you know the, the the origins of the the chorus of that. 
Isn't that isn't that Andy the Musical? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's just making sure. Yeah. When you when you were confused about when he said Annie. Oh uh, well, in my head I was looking for that, and I I did a um I did a work related email today that tied in because I like to make obtuse references. And, I mean, are you surprised? You? Yeah. No. What? And so somehow in my work email to the staff, I incorporated Annie. Are you okay? And I had <laughs> I had Smooth Criminal, and I linked it to the Michael Jackson video because I. <laughs> It's just what I do, dude. I, I, I don't know why. I, I, I do a lot of emails that have that incorporate memes and then incorporate like random musical references. And um, for example, I sent out one that was an Aldi ad, and it was a it was a lemon on top of a pear, and it it says like whoa oh. <laughs> And so obviously, you should be thinking in your head. You ought to be go lemon on a pear. That's what she, hey. that's what you should be thinking. And so people wrote back, and I put the link to the Bon Jovi video like underneath it. They declared didn't didn't click on it. And so one person was like, "I don't get it." And I was like, "Go ahead and click the link, and then look at the picture again." <laughs> anyway, so I, I make like really random and obtuse references, but this should surprise nobody <laughs> in any capacity. And to add on to the hard mm-hmm. knock life uh, from one of the Austin Powers movies, I know that um, Austin and uh, Mini Me did a parody of the hard knock life when they were in jail. And uh, real quick, rest in peace to Burn Troyer, who passed away while we were off air. Yeah, during our break, we had a lot of RIPs. We'll touch on some of those. By the way, bad joke, but how is it in in the land of like musical adaptions? Oh. And like product placements, did Viagra not somehow pay Jay Z enough to have not the hard knock life, but the hard cock life? <laughs> How? <laughs> Who says they didn't? You know, I, I bet I bet somewhere that's it. You know how they have all those bad porno names like saving like saving uh, Private Ryan is saving Ryan's privates. There has to be. I bet that is a porno name somewhere. I bet you. <laughs> Anyway, I, I, I totally ain't even doing a Google search on that. No, no, no do no. not. Do not do a Google no. search on that. Do not no. do yourself a favor. No, no don't deal. do it. No don't deal. do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. That's a bad idea. Say, Should we just, just do a salute o'clock to uh, bad ideas? Just, what we need like no. Budweiser real men of genius the rate we're going? I don't know. Oh, oh, by yes. the way, also one of my favorite things every year. It's gonna be me. It's gonna be me. <laughs> love it. I don't know why, but I will admit, I I will readily admit, I, I love doing that to people. <sighs> anyway, okay, all right, all right. Do we need to regroup and have a salute o'clock? Is that what you're telling me? Uh, yes. Okay. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. All right. So I <laughs> I want to th- th- I want to have a tribute song during our uh, salute o'clock. <laughs> This is so much, this is so wrong. <coughs> I want to have a tribute song. Um, Shannon and I, and I think most of us have seen, have seen Infinity War, so I'm not going to give any specifics. Spoiler, uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, nothing specific. But I do think a tribute song is in order while we do a salute o'clock. And uh, this struck me the other day, and I listened to it, and I was like, oh my god, this is like so perfect. So, <laughs> here you go. <laughs> so I just want to let you know. That tonight I am enjoying a three-notched <laughs> G4 IPA. <laughs> Thank you, three-notched. 
and also the ghost <laughs> APA. <laughs> Cheers. As I wipe away the tears from seeing Infinity War. Uh, Shannon, what you got, brother? I am rocking the Founders Kentucky Bourbon Stout tonight, my friend. Nice choice. Yes. <laughs> it is beautiful. Bourbon barrel, tasty, 12.3%. There you go. Randy, what you got, bro? <clears throat> well, got turned on to this when we uh, went to Hardywood to meet up with you guys, and we just missed you, essentially. I know. But I uh, got myself the uh, We almost Lager. saved you a parking yes. space. Almost. Almost. I love me some Richmond Lager there, Randy. Very tasty. Mark, what you got, bro? I am enjoying myself a delicious line in Kugel. Summer Shandy? or There you go. Actually, a pomegranate Shandy. Pomegranate, okay. I mean, with the way the weather's been here the past few days, that lemon Shandy would be perfect. Hell oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Dude, just, just like glad that. it's not humid. It's been in the freaking 90s. In the afternoon, but it felt like two weeks ago we had snow on the ground. Or it was cold enough <laughs> what, to snow, what, right? What's the meme? It's like, it's snow, 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 80 degrees. Yeah. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, at, there's actually a second song I think is also appropriate. Uh-oh. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I've come to talk with you. See, here's Telling the problem. You, Anytime I hear this song, all I think of is old school and Frank the Tank sinking into the bottom of the pool. <laughs> yeah. By the way, that movie is 15 years old. Is it really? What? Wow. 2003 it was released. It's almost old enough to go to college itself. Correct. Wow. Damn. That's crazy. That That is crazy. That is crazy. How much randomness can we have in an opening segment of the sports brew, by the way? Do you want uh, more? more? I can this, give you this more. This is a hodgepodge uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah, this is this is a hot this is a hodgecast. Yes. This is a hodgecast. <laughs> this is a hodgecast. Salute, gentlemen. Some tasty beers. Salute. It's good to see everybody. You know, it is good to catch up, man. It's been it, for real, it's been about a month. Yeah, and honestly, so, if, we're, if we're throwing up saludes, we probably ought to go ahead and give a tip of the cap to Villanova, by the way, yes. who uh, unfortunately in the in the in the sports brew, you know, podcast verse or whatever, the PCU, uh, we did not give them a fair amount of dap for uh, totally crushing it uh, in March. Matt, that team was just ridiculous, dude, um, and rocked Michigan to go ahead and finish that off. Second championship in three years, and uh, Dante. Uh, Divincenzo, I think I hope I pronounced his name correctly. A, a word of advice to athletes that tweet a lot of dumb stuff when they're in high school. At some point, when you're on a big enough stage, go out and clean up your Twitter feed, or just start a new account, bro. <laughs> just, just delete it. And start just, a new. just delete it and start over. It's okay. But that guy was an absolute monster. That dude was a monster. He was a freaking monster. Uh, if I remember correctly, um, you know, uh, uh, Villanova was down in Michigan when that dude comes in and starts balling. And then they exit out that first half with a nine-point lead, and they just never looked back, dude. Jalen Brunson was just – he was stone cold helping Nova drop the hammer. I mean, just – I don't know how you can do anything other than look back at this basketball season and just give Jay Wright and Villanova uh, just a monstrous tip of the cap for what they did and what they accomplished. Uh, and they and they balled out. And, you know, there were a lot of fun stories. And uh, I think Michigan was a good team, but – 
in retrospect, you look back at it, it was just like Villanova was. I mean, they were just freaking beasts. Yeah, absolutely. It's, they just best team basketball there was. A good mix of uh, upperclassmen and lowerclassmen, and good coaching. Yeah, I mean, just all those factored in. Did you like all those rumors? That were, like the Knicks were going to try to get Jay Wright. It's like, dude, don't you don't you don't leave Villanova for the dumpster fire. That would F-O-H. that would be no, no, no. You you can't you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. Just before the first Blake spell. No, stop, I don't want that sound bite. Stop. Rounding. <laughs> That was not the soundbite I wanted, but once I accidentally played part of it, I figured I might as well play the whole damn thing. It, dude, that lady is my spirit animal. I, that, that's awesome. Yeah. What I was looking for was our man uh, Fizz getting hired by the Knicks. I'm actually intrigued by that hire. Is that has that been formally announced, Fizzdale? I saw rumors floating around about that. Mark, I, do you know? I haven't yeah. seen. Yes, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it has been. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I hope that he has some really stellar press conferences, because you know, it's very poorly official that way. Here we Take go. Take that for data. Best part. Take that for data. There you go. There it is. Take that. For Take data. that for data. Take that for data. <laughs> Dear Oklahoma City, you should have traded Westbrook. Take that for data. <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> yes, we'll do it live. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, take that for that. I I hope it goes well for him there. I do. I, but that just uh, the Knicks just seem to be a, a vortex of doom for a lot of people. So I don't know how that's going to play out. But obviously, uh, recent history tells us it won't play out well. <laughs> So, that's okay though. That's okay though. Uh, oh yeah, for Mark, for Mark. Oh, um, I was trying to fact. Well, two things. I was trying to fact check this, but and I didn't fact check it pre podcast. So I blame PTI if this is an incorrect statistic. Uh, I think Wilbon mentioned it. They were talking about Michigan, and they said. Uh, so this is fun factoid from PTI. Uh, Michigan has six total losses in the title game, tied with Kansas and Duke for the most ever. And I was like. Really? They've been to the title game that much? Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty wild. Yeah. But uh, kudos to Jay Wright, who uh, oh, yeah. has eclipsed several people as far as number of championships, you know, two and three years. So that elevates him up the ladder a little bit. That's a cool thing, man. I, I Stay there, dude. Jay, stay there. Stay there. You're happy. You like it. Your wife went there. I mean, just stay there, dude. It, under, you know what I mean? Sometimes you're in a good spot. Just stay there and ride it out, man. And if you're going to leave... For God's Learn sake, from go the mistakes of Rick Patino. Stay there. Stay there. And if you're gonna go, go to a good organization. Don't, don't don't go to a dumpster fire. Don't leave a great situation for a dumpster fire. That's a bad idea. Uh, but uh, I know Shannon, you were you mentioned this pre podcast. And Mark, I only mentioned this for you, my friend. It's the women's NCAA championship tip of the cap, and that's <laughs> Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame, buddy, beating Mississippi State with a buzzer beater three. And then also, I think what most people will remember more so is Notre Dame taking out UConn with a last-second shot in OT. Uh, does anybody know the lady's name that hit both, not one, but both of those shots? 
I would have back on that week, but uh, I know I it, it is like it is like a month ago. <laughs> it's like oh my god. Let's see I if remember, I can. Pre- I remember it was the same version. And that was yeah, just, it uh, was crazy, crazy impressive. That yeah, pretty wild. Uh, Agumba Wally, I think is how you pronounce Agumba her name. Wally, yes. I think is how you pronounce her name. But uh, dude, I tell you, we're doing tip of the caps. But you know, uh, Jay Wright and Villanova, <laughs> salute o'clock to you, and certainly to Agumba Wally. Yeah. And Notre Dame, God bless Great. y'all. I mean, that was that's a that's a hell of a deal. So a little tip of the cap, a little raise yeah. glass to you guys. And, and by the way, Notre Dame had four scholarship players tear their ACLs this year. Oh, and they oh. won the national title, dude. Wow. No, I mean they deserve kudos for that because uh, you know, got Czech City, dude. Yeah, you think about the sports stories this year when we talk about it, overcoming injuries. I mean, like the Eagles are a great example of that. Uh, certainly, Notre Dame, the, the, you know, with what they what the women accomplished. Phenomenal, because injuries are a big deal. You know, that's really hard to overcome. It's really hard to, and a lot of teams don't. So there's something to be said for teams that rally up and and gut check that stuff out, and and get it done, man. And they deserve, uh, they des- they deserve some love for that. Albeit late. Sorry. <laughs> hey, better late than never. You know what? <laughs> that's also what she said. Hey, right. hey, I'm just kidding. Uh, anyway, to finish up the question, I joked around last year about how much I hated the whole We the North thing. I still hate it, Mark. I hate it. And I don't know why I hate it, but somehow it just agitates me. And I, I, I totally feel like I'm that old man like yelling at clouds or get off my lawn or any of that crap. But I really, I really, get off my lawn! I really, really, I know it's so dumb. But I really dislike We the North. It just, it just, it pisses me off. <laughs> Get off my lawn! And it shouldn't. There's no real reason that it should, but it does. And so I'm kind of glad that they're getting their asses handed to them uh, by the Cavs, dude. Although to be fair, uh, they led at in you know they lost. It's two home games they've lost, but they led. weren't they up by like 14 points in game one? I mean, they had they had at some point in that game they had a double digit lead. And, yes, and I think in the, if I if I have this right, the last five minutes of regulation, they shot one of thirteen, which obviously <laughs> helped set up overtime. Uh, and the Cavs, the, you know, keep in mind that the Cavaliers pulled that off without LeBron scoring a single point in OT. He was three of fifteen in the fourth quarter in overtime, but the Raptors missed sixteen of their final eighteen shots. Putrid. Yeah, yeah we the North. Yeah. You can, we at home is what you're going to be in a, in a couple more days. <laughs> anyway. We the North. I hate the it. Couch. I should, I know. Uh, and if it was West Virginia, it'd be burn, burn the couch. But I'm just saying. But I, I don't know why. And it's such a stupid thing to take issue with. But it just bothers me, dude. It just bothers me. Uh, to be fair, though, I'm also the same person that... Uh, like, I had a really hard time with the hashtag just saying, because I was like, I have to put a G on it, just saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it was really hard for me to let go of the that last G on the, I don't, Justin, I, it, what? You just need to let it go. I know, I know, I know. You're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. I will. I mean, you, you literally set that up on a T for me, so I had to knock that one out. You're welcome. Thank you, sir. I mean, it has been a month, so we are a little rusty. Yes. Yeah. What are you going to do? That's all right. We're, we're back. We're here. Woo! It won't be another month till we record. 
I don't know when we're recording it, but it won't be a month. We'll be less rusty next time. At least I didn't accidentally play Let Me Poop. <laughs> that totally could have happened. That, that should have gone on in like the first like five minutes of the podcast talking about the Cleveland sports guy wanting to eat horse poop. Bro, I guarantee you by the time that guy is done shoveling shit in his mouth. <laughs> I'm telling you. Bad idea, bro. Bad idea. Bad idea. I mean, what do you have to put on poop to make it edible? Old Bay? How much Old Bay does it take to make poop tasty? I mean, if you're going to do that, go to Maryland. Because they put on Old, Old Bay on everything in Maryland. That's right. He should have said he'd take some uh, state, some Redskins, some outdated Redskins beer. You know what I mean? <laughs> probably. I think, I think he preferred the poop over the outdated it Redskins Maybe It probably tastes about the same. Like total oh. crap. You know what I mean? Anyway. Oh my god, we're so so over the all over the damn place. Good god. <laughs> That's okay. That's half the fun. Randomness. That's what you get here with the sports brew. Alright, Mark, I know we're uh we're not far away from kind of uh and, and incidentally, I like how before we even recorded before we even recorded, Mark's like planning his exit strategy. And I was like, oh my god, dude, we haven't even started yet. Can we at least record and talk for a little while? Before you ripcord out. It's freaking bananas. But uh, do you have any... Uh, I'll give you a moment, just out of curiosity. You can go NHL, NBA, draft, whatever. Uh, maybe MLB, because we're probably not going to talk a lot about that. But any particular impressions that kind of stand out to you that from the last month or the beginning of baseball season and that ramping up, anything that just oh, kind of sure. pops to you that you want to, you want to throw out quick, there? Quick hitter stuff. Um, uh, MLB, you know, uh, as a Mets fan, I mean, obviously, uh, best, best start to Mets, uh, for this, for the Mets and, you know, team history. Yeah. They, they've cooled off a little bit as, as, as had to happen. I mean, they're, they're not going to go, you know, 160 and two be fantastic, but it's not happening, but phenomenal start. Uh, any Mets fans should be thrilled. Rough couple of days, the last couple of days. Um, is Whit- by the way, is is Whitfield back to being a Mets fan? Because it seemed like last year he <laughs> until until they, they really start screwing up, and then it'll, it'll switch again. But uh, but yeah, phenomenal start, uh, and uh, just excited to see what happens. Yeah, um, uh, there's you know some people out there on the internet who uh, you know want to rain on somebody's parade if they get excited about a you know, team doing well. But you know what? I say you know you do you, and if you're excited about things. You stay excited about things. It's sports. I swear that's what's kind of the point is cheer for your team. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. And and some some shit talking is, is is fun. I I think I thought I don't know. Um, SCM. So. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Um. Uh. Basketball wise, uh, are you te- I. Are you telling me you like dreamed a dream of being able to enjoy? Your early season success. Oh, I'm gonna enjoy it no matter without what. unnecessary, without unnecessary like friend trolling? fan hate or trolling on your Facebook page. Ah, uh, <laughs> the troll knows he's a he's a uh, expert troll <laughs> or or persistent troll. I mean, I don't think he's that good at it. But he's persistent. Uh, he, look, even Elizabeth Warren knows he persisted. He's 
There you go. <laughs> anyway, that that was a bad joke, but most people won't that's, get it. But that's okay. That's, that's okay. Anyway, um, what what was it that you said? Metitude. Metitude. Yeah, that's all I said. I've said it before. It's, I'm I never once would pretend it's some brilliant joke. It's not supposed to be. It's oh, it's not. Simple. It's it's definitely no. not. It's definitely it's not. Really simple. And that's kind of the whole point. Um. Uh, anyway. Um. <laughs> I would say basketball wise, real quick. I would just say um, definitely been a really exciting playoffs. Uh, it still feels very wide open. Yeah, uh, I think that's what I had hoped and what I really strongly expected, and I'll I'll stand by it. Uh, and it's not done yet, but I, I really thought it was going to be Cat Cavs Sixers, which is going to be a, a hell of a series. Uh, you you all certainly already highlighted it, but anybody who doesn't really understand what the Celtics have gone through this season. Um, I mean, it's just unbelievable that they're still standing and staying so strong. I mean, Terry Rozier has come out of, not come out of nowhere, but I mean, he's just been, I mean, honestly, one of the players of the playoffs. I mean, yeah. I mean outside outside of LeBron, I mean, he's carried that team right now. Yeah. Um, but I mean, lose, losing Hayward on the very first first game yep. of the season, losing Ky, Ky, yeah, losing Ky, Kyrie late in the season. Um, I mean, they, they've gone through so much crap, and I mean, I, I thought, you know, maybe they sneak through the first round, and all right, the Sixers, Sixers just have too much depth. They've got too much strength. They're, they're you know, obviously it's all finally been put together for them. Yeah, maybe Celtics can win one or two, but I, I said, I said Sixers and six, which obviously at this point now would mean they'd have to sweep the sweep the rest of the way. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, possible, but long shot. Um. Out west, uh, Warriors. You know, they, they, the joke has been they, they kind of hobbled in, and they've got a lot of you know banged up guys. But uh, you know, they, they're 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 getting it done pretty easily. So, yeah, still probably the the, the Warriors to lose over there. But uh, you know, Rockets. You know, Rockets Jazz is an interesting series. I don't I don't think there's much of a chance the Jazz take them out, but uh, they came back strong in Game Two to to, to even the series. So we'll see. <laughs> Um, Side note, quickly, what's up with all ahead. like the rando like player and fan aggression this postseason? It, it doesn't seem like that's ramped up a little bit. I mean, it, it, am I missing something? Do they just need I, more security to kind of buffer out the fan? I mean, I, I, I think it's always been there. You're just maybe the players are reacting a little bit more. Or maybe you're yep. hearing more about it because of social media. I mean, I can remember a picture um, when LeBron was in South Beach. Um, and there was some Miami fan lady flipping off one of the playoff teams that went in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, just, that blew up. That, yeah, I remember that one. I mean, yeah. it's just, it, it's always there. There's always people who talk or do just nasty things and think that they're part of the action, and well, you're just, you're paying customer to go watch a game, cheer your team, and don't be an asshole. Look, so, some fans are jerkbags. That part's true. But, you know, here's the thing. Like, I, I watched a video earlier, and it was Harden coming out, and some fa- some fan, you know, was kind of in this grill, had, was fil- recorded with his cell phone, and basically called Harden a flopper, and Harden, like, hit his phone, right? And then the guy's looking at security like, hey, what, what's going on? You know, and security's, like, basically telling him to, you know, <laughs> STFU, essentially, uh, and stop that, but... If the players say, "Well, you know, don't you know, make it about basketball. Don't talk about our, you know our families or our kids. Leave that out." But if the fans are actually giving them crap at a basketball level, 
is it a proximity issue or the players just being or just being a little bit more sensitive or reactionary? Because it it, 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 a, it does feel like it's ramping up, man. I think it depends on what the fans are saying. Um, because I mean, you could if you're like make your free throws. Okay, that's basketball. But if you're like you know your your wife's an idiot or your children are ugly. Well, yeah, or, well, yeah, it was basketball centric, right? I mean, like the one yeah. I just talked about. I mean, that was about bad. He's calling him a flopper. You know what I mean? Uh, Whether or not you think he is is irrelevant, but he, he's giving him grief from a basketball standpoint. And uh, I, mean, I can swear, I, I can swear, I can swear. Really, so, what he said it, it was. Right. He has a video of it. He recorded okay. it. He recorded it as Harden's walking out. He calls him a flopper, like the worst flopper in the NBA. And then Harden hits the phone. He holds yeah, one well, of the that's phone. On, that's but, on Harden. Right. Yeah. You know, and then there well, was I mean, one. I, I st- go ahead. I was just saying. I, mean, I, I still stand by what I said about Brady's daughter, but um. <laughs> although Harden has to has a point. I mean, he didn't graduate from Duke, so. He is not the worst flopper in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Look, in between fans getting in players' faces and Charles Barkley trying to get people to punch other guys in the face, <laughs> I mean, I just, I just don't know what's going on, dude. It's just crazy. It's people just are crazy. losing their damn minds. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. The, the, you mean- go ahead. I was just saying. I mean, this is maybe a strange aside, but eh, we're the sports room. We we like to go we off do. topic. We, we talk but it's, it's, it's all okay. topics, just different different genre. But um, <laughs> probably a rarity to be brought up on the podcast. But uh, I remember probably about like six months ago, maybe. I feel like seeing a a, a video of, of of freaking Justin Bieber somewhere, but he was just you know doing his thing out in public. Yeah, and came came across a guy who's like. Was trying to like uh, was having like car issues, and so I mean he goes up and he starts trying to like help out, and of course people are still swarming. And I th- or, or yeah, somebody somebody actually got into minor accidents, and like this guy was on the ground, and he's trying to go up and help the guy, and you know these freaking paparazzi along with 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 fans and everything are like trying to get up on him and trying to get him to push for pictures, and he's like I'm just I'm trying to help somebody. Yeah, like can you all give me some space? And then they start start like acting like oh well Justin Bieber is being a dick. No, I'm trying to help people. And I, yeah. and that I don't know when you see things like that, it really does kind of put it in a perspective. I'm not saying that he's perfect. I don't know enough about him. He's a celebrity. We, <laughs> we, we, we none of us we can think that we know them, but we you know, people who seem like the nicest can be the biggest assholes and vice versa. <laughs> who knows? But in that moment, he was trying to be a nice guy and do a nice thing. Right. And just yeah, I don't know. Seeing them like that makes me think about living in that kind of fishbowl. I, I I don't think I could do it. I, you just it's, totally a, it's a lot made of pressure. Think of a random interview that Bob Costas did on the Dan Patrick show, uh-huh. and he was he was talking about. I guess that was when um, what's Larry David's show on HBO? Kirby Enthusiasm. Kirby Enthusiasm, and he was like, "Yeah, I had one of those moments." He's like, "I was in an airport in the bathroom, and a uh-huh. guy just took a piss and didn't wash his hands and wanted to shake my hand, and I was like, uh, oh. you need to wash your hands because I'm washing my hands." <laughs> and the guy called him a dick and walked out. Uh, so stupid. Dude, dude, and dude. it's like, dude, like wash your freaking hands. Right. Drop Bro. them off and I'll shake your hand. Look. But I ain't touching your hands after you had your hands on your penis. You're dude, like, sports on. sports brew PSA, man. Look, if you're in a bathroom that's got a running water in a sink and you pee or poop, unless you're that Cleveland radio host getting ready to eat some horse shit. That's a whole different story. But for normal people, if you're in a bathroom and you handle your junk, 
pee, poop, and flush, and there's like, you know, fluid water flying around. You wash your freaking hands, you dick. It's a, You're in an airport. There's wash your hands everywhere. Look, dude, just wash your hands. If right. I, I got to tell you that you know I love all you guys, but if we're in, if for some reason we happen to be in a public facility and we're all you know who you are, and, and we're all just like handling our business and, and going to town, taking a little little break or something, and you roll up and uh, like. You do that, and you're like, here, high five me after I just peed. I'm going to be like, F you, dude. Get out of here. Go scrub up real quick. It's not asking a lot. That's nasty, right. man. Come on. Nah. That's nasty. And, I, and I, I'm, I'm sure some of them, I mean, probably, I, I shouldn't say probably. I guarantee you. And I feel like there's definitely stories about it, man. You know, similar but different. Uh, just just slightly different. Probably, probably worse. You know, people coming up trying to, like, get them to, like, take a picture or sign an autograph, like, while they're still pissing. Like, dude, give me a moment. No. Like, I'm, let me take a fucking... Yes. I can't then, go for yeah. that. No, I, I, I couldn't do it. I, I just uh, I couldn't no. deal with that all the time. That's, no. that's uh, oof. So uh, it's, it's like in the morning yeah. time, like when the kids know to not go too crazy at me in the morning to let me at least enjoy a little bit of coffee before yeah. they. You know, it's like bro. They know, like they they'll know. give me a hug and stuff, but like they know not to talk too much <laughs> all right yeah. so so far we've we've argued we've yelled about let's see kanye west we the north and washing your hands after you go to the bathroom boy just like we all had it written down j- just like we <laughs> just like we do it this pop this podcast was gonna go <laughs> wait a second you write stuff down damn it <laughs> I do, and then we always get away from it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think right. we've covered maybe one thing I've written down. Yeah, we've covered maybe so, like a, like two topics oh, that I one, two, three. Oh, three things. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's a, it's a great great grandpa. These thoughts should, should should wrap up some momentarily. So let me, if I can, two more quick things, and then anything that anybody would like for me to discuss, okay. I'd be happy to. But uh, I know you mentioned earlier you wanted me to uh, possibly talk about the the, the the caps and especially about yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Right, not yeah. about about, about Wilson I mean, suspension. Yeah, you're, you're like um, you're like our DC representative. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So no, no, certainly, I've been, I've been yeah. watching. I mean, unfortunately, I get 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 him a little after the start of some of the games, so I, I can't say I've watched every minute of the series. That's but okay. That's okay. The, 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 the one majority and uh, watch get did get to watch watch pretty much all the first rounds and um, really do feel about very good about the way they're playing. Um, I think there's they're, they, they obviously in the round one they showed great resiliency. I mean, you go down 0-2, and I'm not saying I thought you know doomsday, but I mean it's you know hard to not to get negative from from any fan standpoints in that scenario. But especially if you know your team's been prone to first round letdowns. Yeah, but it's not just losing; it's the way that they lost those games. Right, heart heart wrenching. Yeah, you know, they should have won won them both. Probably um, that 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 stung. So uh, come back like they did. Just I mean, not just come back, storming back, win the next four. I mean, that was phenomenal. So then, you know, as as you know, we're gonna have to face them at some point. But their their rival Penguins, you know, as the next competitor up, you know, excited but nervous. Uh, I, I think most every Cavs fan that I'm aware of that mm-hmm. that's how you feel. You're you're like, all right, we know they've had our number, mm-hmm. but you know what? If we can beat them, we can probably beat anybody. So uh, phenomenal start of the series to, to go up two one. Um, obviously, I would have loved to win tonight just to have that cushion of you know three one lead. Um, and, and you know, no, you got that cushion, but you know, it, it was a good game. wasn't meant to be, but certainly the 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 biggest you know topic du jour right now 
uh, for the grand scope of things is, is Tom Wilson's hit in game three and the suspension. Um, I was certainly, I saw it live. It was vicious hit. Absolutely vicious hit. I really genuinely believe that I would say this, you know, even if I wasn't a Caps fan, it, it, it looked like shoulder to me. It looked like shoulder to shoulder contact. I think a lot of what people were saying is, is accurate to me, which is that, you know, you want this. It's a physical sport. I mean, it's, it's, I, I find, I think you've said the same thing before, Kevin, that like playoff hockey is just so much fun because oh, it's so it's fast paced. These boys are hitting. It's, it's fast and furious. Um, you know, I mean, can I, they even I get dental insurance in the NHL? I mean, I'm just a- asking for a friend, right? <laughs> they, they, they probably they probably should. Um, <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. but but the main, the biggest pun intended, the biggest point I would make is that these guys are so much bigger and stronger than the guys used to be, which and, and faster, which means the hits are going to be harder. And, right. and that's just a fact. And so, was it a vicious hit? Absolutely. And does anybody want to see a guy, you know, break his jaw? Of course not. That's that's awful. I can't. I can't even imagine. Uh, I hope like hell that never happens to me. Yeah. Um, but do I believe that it was an illegal hit? No. And what what happened at the moment? They looked at the replay on the spots, and they didn't. They didn't deem a penalty. And that's what pisses me off so much. If they don't deem a penalty in game, I mean, I, I like probably most every other Cats fan. Once you know, especially once we heard about Broken Jaw, and yeah. I recognize that Wilson's name comes with a reputation. He's he's had you know some some drama in the past. He's known as a hard hitter, and he's known as to some some places as probably a dirty player. And so his name plus the fact that. You know, the guy broke his jaw. We're like, all right, probably getting to look. You're looking at a one-game suspension, and that would suck. I don't know if they have, you know, the right to appeal it like in other sports. But three games, that was just shocking yeah. to me and pretty much everybody else in DC. And and he's a, he's a very important part of the team. So I mean, it it sucks a lot. And I I hope and I think that it lights a fire under the other guys to you know win one for time and and stuff like that. But freaking sucks. Hey, hey, Mark, we just got a call from Arnold. Um, he actually had a comment for the guy who had his jaw broken. I'm waiting for the soundboard to load. Ah. Chill out, dickwad. <laughs> shit! So don't give me that crap! <laughs> you son of a bitch! Stop it! What the fuck did I do wrong? I can't there find. You go, Mark. I can't find the one you're actually referencing. I'm a cop, you idiot. <laughs> How is that, dude? Uh. I've got news for you. You are mine now. Oh, you belong you. to me. Stop being such a pussy. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> took, took, took a few. Yeah, no. Um, oh God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, but but again, I mean, it's it's you know, any Penguins fan, I would imagine the majority of them feel very much the opposite, and I get it. If I were on their shoes, maybe maybe I, I would be speaking differently, but. I don't think so. I really well, don't. Because I, 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 it's, it's. I mean, again, if, if we're talking about, you know, basketball or something like that, all right, then yeah, nobody should be having a broken jaw in basketball. But in, in hockey, these guys are going fast, so fast paced, and I just feel like you, you see shoulder to shoulder. I mean, it, it was a rough hit, and I, I, again, nobody wants to see the injury, but I just, I don't think that I see somebody who is targeting ahead. Um, I just really don't, and you know, again, a one-game suspension. Uh, you know, we might not have liked it here in DC, but we'd have been like, all right, I get it, I yeah, understand. We'll the take guy it. We'll it. take guy, it. Guy had a broken jaw. Okay, right. we'll take it. But it's just one of those that I just don't see. 
what they gonna when when the guy wasn't even when he wasn't even penalized in game after they looked at the replay. You see, that's and one of those things that's always yeah. three game suspension. That, that's, that's kind of insane. That's one of the that's things that's scary. always tough because you know that's if if you go and you watch you watch it real time, and that's what you'll hear people talk about as a bang bang. You know what I mean, like a bang bang mm-hmm. play. And yeah. it's really hard to parse out when you sit there and you have to overanalyze it in slow mo. You know what I mean? You lose the full context of it being real time. And I, I think with with to me, if you don't penalize it in game, if they can't assess a penalty in game, and then you go and you go, all right, well, let's just watch it in slow mo a thousand times and try to figure out intent. You're taking the subjective approach, and I think part of the part of the argument. And part of the reason why the the Tom Wilson's three game suspension ticks people off is because it almost feels like it's happening because there was blowback. It's happening because it's the playoffs. It's happening because right. there's a lot of eyeballs watching. It's happening because you know what I mean. It's become a, a a point of discussion. And is that the reason why it should be happening? And I I would say the answer to that is no. Uh, yeah. It feels out of balance. I'm not, you know, I don't know what his intent was with with that. I mean, I don't know. None of us are in his head, but it is different when you watch a play full speed and in the moment versus trying to, you know, extrapolate and parse out every little frame if you ultra slow mo the thing. It's really tough to do. Yeah, you know, and and hockey is an incredibly physical game, incredibly <laughs> physical game, uh, and those dudes lay some lumber. Yeah, you know, and that—that's yeah. part of the deal. And particularly once you get to the playoffs, they, they really lay the lumber down, dude. <laughs> yeah, they do. It gets faster in the playoffs. And I, I don't uh, know. I mean, extremely. And uh, I would—I would imagine that some of this is born out of just the the con the, the operational context that the Penguins are like <laughs> the Capitals' arch nemesis. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, and they, they 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 certainly don't like each other. So I'm not yeah. saying that that's you know that he, he didn't want to want to hit him hard. Of course he did. But that's 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 a part of the game. That's supposed to be a part yeah. of the game. Um, but I, it, I, I don't it, I don't support I don't support I don't support cheap drops and shots in any right. sports, whether it's my team or not. Uh, so if I felt like it was some grossly blatant you know cheap shot, I, I'd happily call him out for it. But I don't yeah. think I saw that at all. But you know what? Good news is you know the caps are. Are definitely not going to just roll over because of that. I, I think it fires them up a different way. Um, they they yeah. certainly wish they could have him on the ice, and then and and again, he's integral parts. I mean, it sucks not having him there, but they'll they'll rally up behind him. Um, game game uh, five on on Saturday Saturday night. Uh, I think back here in DC, I believe, and uh, should be damn fun. Should be. Uh, side note: uh, if Mark if Mark played any sport, I've actually come to the conclusion that well, Mark should have played hockey. If nothing else, only for his beard. Playoff beard? <laughs> yeah. Mark, you're like a living you're like a living playoff beard. It's great. And so yeah, but except that a lot of them put me to shame. <laughs> I know. I just said in the sports group chat, I just sent a picture of Joe Thornton. And I want you guys to look Thor- at Thornton's is impressive. Thornton's yeah. beard is crazy. Look, he's got he's got volume. He's got def you know what I mean? He's got all of it. It looks like it, it like he has the whole package, right? He's got a little bit of gray for sophistication. He's got breadth and depth. It you know it doesn't look scraggly. I mean that's a serious beard, man. Like yeah. his beard, his beard looks thick enough that like he could use it as a dinner plate. You know what I'm saying? Like that thing is that thing is a beast. 
Oh yeah, they're they're, they're some very impressive ones. So I, I you know I, I certainly take pride in mine, but some of some of these uh, guys they, they put me to shame. Uh, by uh, the way, uh, <laughs> side note, and just a a you know I was going to say a serious question, but it really isn't. Do you think? Uh, and I hope I pronounce his name correctly. Do you think uh, Brad Marchand uh, likes to kiss and tell? <laughs> uh, it's, such, it's such a strange story. Um, <laughs> why is know. that? Why is that dude kissing people in the face, man? <laughs> what is yeah, what is yeah, wrong with yeah, that guy? Yeah, you, some people want a, a very strange angle to you know manipulate their opponent. I guess I, I don't. I don't how know. Is, get in their head. How was he not gotten? Forget forget Draymond Green. How is that dude not getting punched in the face? <laughs> anyway, uh, um, I would I would also say real quickly, ho- hockey wise, is that yeah. man. I mean, the the, the Vegas Golden Knights. I mean, that that is a, a insane story of how yeah. well they're doing. I'd say most experts honestly probably put them as the you know strongest team standing right now, uh, and um, you know they're they're up two one in their series. They 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 crushed crushed. Uh, uh, crushed it seven nothing in the first game of this this round. Um, oh, I, I, I thought the, I thought the series was tied up with the Sharks. Are they at, are they up two one or is it one one? It's they're up two one. Okay, good for them. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I've I've watched a good bit of them. Um, it's been so many overtime games this this this, this postseason, and that's another thing that I mean, hockey, playoff hockey, especially when you're invested in a team. And I mean, I, I've said from the get go. I mean, I, I don't pretend. I mean, hockey was a sport that I. I liked and I watched. I'm a sports addict. I certainly watched before meeting my now wife, but my wife, you know, is from Royals, lived here in D.C. for the past eight years, so certainly much longer than I have. I was a Caps fan from the start and a huge hockey fan. Really wasn't big into other sports, and I got her into baseball and basketball. But, um, but yeah, I mean, she's been a Caps fan since since the, the start. So, I mean, I, I adopted adopted them once I got here. Um, but having having a rooting interest in the team, especially, gosh, it's so intense. I mean, it really it, it gets your heart heart pumping when they especially yeah. when you go to overtime and when you're talking about a you know series. We got to win four games. I mean, it's you know rare. I mean, a, a two goal win is is a rarity in hockey. I mean, that, it really is. And so, I mean, it's just so incredibly intense. But but. And it, mostly in a good way. Just uh, when you get to these overtime games, especially double overtime and crap like that, uh, it's, it starts to take a toll on the ticker. <laughs> and then I guess uh, final thought for me. Uh, yeah. I should uh, peace out. It's, jump, it's all jump good. shark. Yeah. Ship is. Um, uh, I would just say in the, the the draft. I mean, I, I you know, <laughs> y'all have heard me complain in the past that uh, it's not really my thing. But you know, ha- having a year where we're certainly a, a Giants. Uh, Early pick was a huge deal. Uh, I wanted Barkley the whole way. I, I, I understand that you know the Giants have a lot of holes, and there there are plenty of different ways they could have gone about it. Um, I, but I didn't agree with people saying quarterback because you know uh, he's you know Eli's not gone yet. They they they'll have another opportunity to get to look quarterback. Um, I yeah going running back was the flashier pick, but also. As Shannon is the main person I remember having, you know, really, I, I completely agree with, you know, yeah. really touted Barkley on the podcast before. I mean, he's a, a potentially a, a freak of nature, incredibly rare kind of specimen that's, you know, nobody can guarantee what's going to happen. We, we never know. But I just don't think you pass him up with the opportunity. They haven't yeah. had a running game worth a damn in far too long. And, and, I, and I miss that. I miss the days of douchebag tiki and and yeah uh and thunder it gives the giants a big three you know you got uh odell uh saquon and eli i think odell's yeah. ego says the big three is odell odell 
And Odell, I'm just kidding. I'm just no, kidding. it says Odell Beck um. <laughs> Odell Beckham <laughs> Jr. That's your big three. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, look, man, last year was a dumpster fire, and uh, you oh, yeah. know, I mean, l- let's be honest. I mean, sometimes when things go off the rails, what you think your team can be, and they underachieved last year, so they're better. Oh, yeah. You know, they're better than what their record was. But part of what happens is when you have a, a team that has a year that's a meltdown. And they, you know, they have a problem with the coach, and then you know what I mean. Like a lot of stuff goes wrong, right? So they're better; they're a better team than what last year represented. And Eli's yeah. a better quarterback than that. I mean, we, I, I, Lord knows, I've made fun of Eli. Everybody that listens to this podcast, and any, if you've listened to us for the whole run, you know we poke fun at Eli. But he's a good dude. And he can he can take he would show up at the White House correspondence. Day. Eli Manning would show up, and he would take it. Um, anyway, I'm just kidding, not really. But Eli is a good dude. He he can handle all the media stuff. Um, yeah. He he he'll he'll take it. You know what I'm saying? He can deal uh, with. How that. about the memorabilia stuff? Uh, well, just kidding. <laughs> hey, let's let let's let the court settle that one. But you know, all kidding aside, the thing is this: you know, you got Beckham. You bring in a guy like Barkley, and obviously you're doing some other stuff. You expect the defense to be solid. They brought in that playmaker from the Redskins on the D-line. I mean, my gosh. And then, then Eli, I think, will rebound. But you, you have a different organizational attitude. You have a different, you know, obviously a different coach. I mean, you have a shift. But if a team quits on a year and a team quits on a coach – you know what I'm saying? It's hard to fairly evaluate what all your personnel and talent and, and what your team really was. Uh, right. There clearly were issues last year that manifested over the course of the season. It got exacerbated by the injuries and just the, the meltdown of the year. I don't think that's a fair indicator of what they were. All right? Not that I'm yeah. saying I hope the Giants are great next year. I'm not saying that. But I think, to be fair, if I look at it objectively, they're a better team than that. So to bring in somebody like Barkley, if he's who we think he is, I think the dynamic that he adds to that offense on the back end of Eli's career is particularly important. But to get Beckham back with their pieces, if that team has the right attitude, they're going to, in my opinion, they will be significantly better than last year because they're going to play like they care. That's part of it. Um, And I think an organizational attitude shift is going to be very important. But I I can't – I mean, I guess – the Redskin fan of me says, whatever, you go ahead and suck. But the realistic the realistic person in me says, I think that was the right choice. Um, and I hope that Eli gets to have a nice, good push at the end of his career. I think that he will. Uh, and I think that they will. You, the proof is in the pudding on the field, obviously. But uh, I think that was a good pick. You could I, I, I you, you could have um, gone quarterback, but if if you didn't believe in any any of the quarterbacks, you don't do you don't force that. Particularly if you think Eli has two to three more years, why? You know yeah. what I mean? Why? Go go ahead going. go ahead and do the other stuff because you know what? If Eli's done in two or three years, then you know if you have an off year, you go ahead and, and you reboot it. But they got the guy that everybody seemed to attach to the Patriots from U of R. Uh, what uh, Luletta? I mean, all kinds of people yeah. were glossing up that dude. And what did the what did the Giants get him in the fourth? I mean, who knows what yeah. that guy turns out to be? Maybe he's a bum. Maybe he's not. But he gets some nice developmental time behind Eli, <coughs> who I still think has a two to three year window. Yeah, you know, 
but if if Barkley is legit and they they need a they need a plugger with him, but if Barkley is legit and you have a nice solid plugger behind him, that sounds kind of dirty. Um, if you hey, in, in the depth chart, I'm saying, you know what I mean? Um, I think that's legit, and that's gonna that's gonna help Eli. It's gonna help the it's gonna help the O. Uh, that still sounds kind of dirty, but you guys know what I actually mean. Is it, is it going to help the D as well? <laughs> hey. You said it. You said it. Not me. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Oh, no, oh. no, I, I, mean, I, I, I think that, th- that was coming next. Yeah. No. Whoa. 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 Um. But no, I think it's I think it's the right I think it's I think it was the right decision. Particularly if they didn't believe you know, if you're gonna take one of those quarterbacks that high, you have to really believe in them. And uh, I'm intrigued by what Sam Darnold can be. I'm intrigued by ba- by Baker Mayfield. I mean, I, I think it's kind of a fascinating quarterback class. It really is. For different and they all have kind of a different vibe and the Giants made the right decision. I don't know what the rest of those guys are going to be. I'm fascinated by how this plays out, but I do believe the Giants made the right choice for what they are right now and to finish off this era. I think they might they, they made the right decision. They made the wrong decision last year, screwing him. They're making the right decision this year, organizationally saying, you know what, if we're going to make a final push, let's do it the right way. Let's roll with it. Absolutely. You know, and if it flame, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But. I think I think Barkley's going to be good. Is he going to be great? We'll see. But I think he's at least going to be good. Oh yeah, uh, I was going to say real quick for for Shannon because uh, yeah, to make his memorabilia jab. But I feel like it's it's one a.m. So I wonder like what back alley Ursay is passed out in right now. <laughs> Got to be somewhere. Um, Maybe there's some topless redskin cheerleaders down in that back alley. Who knows? It's very possible. Yeah. Um, you never know. <laughs> but. Uh, Anyway, uh, so excited to see anyway, what happens, obviously. Yeah. Uh, he has an extra piece, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, now, now we have a long wait until football season, but uh, we, yeah, we got plenty of uh, sports uh, playoff action right now going on, so it's a very yeah. exciting time, so I hope Here, people are enjoying it. I'll tell you what, last thing for you, Mark. I know you got to go, uh, and, right. and we need to take a break. Hell, I need to go to the bathroom. Uh, but I thought this was fantastic. Let me make sure I have the time stamp right. Let me scroll up. This is the, the, the I just thought this was great. So uh, Rick Astley did a song. Well, I'm never going to give you up with a, a Canadian choir. By the way, <laughs> hold on. Let me get to the right spot. I thought you were bringing out the Westworld. Hey, Rick Astley. So here's the deal. Before I play it. Um, so Rick Astley performed a, a, what I thought was a, a great version of Never Gonna Give You Up. It's 200 singers from uh, a group called Choir, Choir, Choir. It's an open group founded by Toronto's uh, David Goldman and Nobu, I hope I pronounced the names right, uh, Nobu Adilman that allows anyone to join and sing. And so they went out and they they basically just had a video and they, and they said, hey, Rick Astley, we want you to come and sing with us. We'll sing with you. You know, they asked him to come do it. And, and Rick Astley showed up. And here you go. Wow. 
I actually think that song is, is really well that's sung. Actually, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's, that's really awesome. Uh, but I mean, wait, here's the finish to it. I mean, it, like I could totally listen to the song again, but I'm gonna jump right to the end. But it, it that choir man, props to them, and obviously to Rick Astley for going there. I think it worked out really well. It's it's it it just sounds good. Uh, and mm-hmm. I like some of the little like little flair they added to it, but I'm gonna jump to the end for you. But uh, here you go. If he was feeling bloody marvelous, he obviously had not seen Infinity War at that point. I'm just saying. Alright, here it comes. Anyway, I thought that was a, I thought that was really fun. It was, was really fun. fun. That was fun. And that then they good. they uh, then he threw out a challenge for uh, uh, Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters to come do something with that choir, which I thought was kind of a hoot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that'll happen. That would be fun. Yeah, but, I bet they will. Yeah, they they might. Well, of course they they had a they brought Rick Astley out and they you know Rick rolled the audience one time. That was also fun. <laughs> um, but no, I, I thought it was a great version of that. I really I really yeah. really really enjoyed that. Uh, I thought yeah. it's just a neat dynamic to that song, and uh, kudos to Choir, Choir, Choir. It's super interesting. I'm gonna have to look them up on YouTube because I get the mm-hmm. feeling that they have other musical performances that are out there. Sure. And, uh, who knows? Maybe maybe they'll do something like crazy and go in like America's Got Talent or something. Just saying, mm-hmm. that might be kind of fun, guys. <laughs> Unless your YouTube channel is really successful and you're making lots of money that way, and then who cares? <laughs> but. I can't do it. Yeah, oh, you can do it, choir, do it choir, live. choir. You can. No. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Damn right. <laughs> do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. You're wrong, Bill O'Reilly. That thing was awesome. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, Mark, you go ahead and get out here and, and go to sleep. I need to, I need to make a pit stop anyway, so it's all yeah, good. But it, it, it was great to see you. Go get some rest. We'll catch you on the flip side, and we'll see what we'll see what Barkley's got in the tank, man. I, I think this year's going to have a different vibe for you in Giants land. Um, it's a shame the Redskins are so hard to root for. I swear. I think. I think ultimately, Mark. All kidding aside, uh, that this is a franchise. The stewardship of this franchise over the past twenty years. I, I, I just think fans are going to age out and die. And there's not going to be a there's not going to be a new generation of Redskins fans because they hate Dan Snyder so damn much. Very it's just obnoxious, man. Uh, anywho, but uh, no, it's great to see you. Um, Likewise. Hope, yeah, hopefully the Caps can uh, crank it up a couple notches. Shame about Wilson, uh, but I think the I think the Golden Knights are. You know, if, if if you're not if you're not attached to any team, I think the Golden Knights are going to be really easy for people to pull for. Oh, um, yeah. In Toronto, 
It was nice knowing you. Thanks for playing. I think the Cavs got you. I think the Cavs got you guys. <laughs> Just saying. So, anywho. All right, Mark, we'll catch you on the flip side, man. Uh, peace out. We're going to take a break. Mark, we'll get you out of here, man. It's good to see you, bro. Go get some rest, and uh, we'll catch you next time we record, dude. Peace out, folks. All right, man. See you, Mark. See you, dude. Good night, night. bro. Night. Night. Look, as always, you can find the Sports Brew on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, LiveSportsCaster.com, and a whole plethora of other things. I'm probably forgetting somebody. You feel free to remind me because, uh, again, a couple, you know, about a month out, a little bit rusty. Uh, but keywords are sports and brew. Well, look, we know you like sports if you're listening to us. And quite frankly, if you're really enjoying this podcast, you're probably drinking during it. So uh, we know you like brew as well. Keyword sports brew. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, all the good stuff, and obviously the podcastosphere. Anyway, we'll be right back in just a moment. All right. Yes, sir. I had to stretch our legs for a couple of, a couple of minutes, but uh, we're back. A couple things, man. Uh, first and foremost, kudos and a tip of the cap to Jason Witten. Hell of a career, friend. Um, and, you know, I'm not a Cowboys fan. I mean, you know, I... I, I, I if I have to define my football fandom, I'm a Redskins fan and a Packers fan. But, you know, Jason Witten's one of those guys that if you love football and you like, you, you know, kind of the backstory of people and, and who they are, not only on the field but off the field, then you have to love Jason Witten. Um, incredible guy. Obviously, he's had a great career. Like, he's not going to walk out with a ring, but, you know, that, that's not his fault per se. Um, but if you could build a team out of Jason, people that played the game like Jason Witten, you'd have a pretty damn good football team and you'd have a collection of people that were great on field and great off the field. So I certainly think that, um, for who he is as a person, uh, as a player, as an athlete, but just really ultimately who he is, uh, and to sum up his career and, and to, to walk away at this point, mild surprise, but it's a it's a str- it's a great opportunity. It's hard to pass that up. Uh, I wish him the best in this transition to being in the booth. Uh, hopefully, they you know he's got a strong pairing and and he, he he holds up. I certainly expect him to. But incredible career, but a great man, uh, and certainly deserves a tip of the cap and some respect. Absolutely, I'll tell you what that for me the most iconic play that he did was that Sunday night game against the Eagles when he caught a ball, got tried to tackle, and took his helmet off. And all of a sudden, you see Jason Witten running without his helmet on, yep. looking to hit somebody. Yeah. And that's, that, that's just, that is football player right there. Yeah. That, that's, it's an iconic play, and I'll never forget it. No, um, just Good just, dude. Yeah. And uh, one of the better draft picks that Dallas has had. So so to me, absolute first ballot. If he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer, I think that's criminal. With the numbers he's put up? I mean, I, I, for what his value was to his team, for what for his production, for his just how he approached the game, and then you have to couple that with, you know, who he was off-field as well. And then uh, clearly if he's going to, you know, step into the booth, uh, he's a little media friendly, so those things are all in his favor. But that'll help. Yeah, yeah. But purely from a football standpoint, he should be a first ballot guy. There should really be no, no need for debate on that. I, I, look, and he's not quite the same as he was. I mean, he's a little older, a little slower. But Father Tom catches up with everybody. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, but time, just, time is undefeated. Time is undefeated, dude. 
That's a true statement right there, brother. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> Look, who knew the snapping was going to also take out Jason Witten's career? I didn't. I'm just saying. <laughs> I love that. I, it, had you seen that before? I saw somebody reference uh, Infinity War and Thanos, obviously, as, as the snapping, and I was like, oh, that was freaking brilliant. <laughs> I don't know who coined the term, but God bless. Well done and well played. By the way, when I heard, you know, for whatever reason, I was trying to think of like stuff that worked with that movie, and this song popped into my head. I was like, "Oh my god, There's, I got to run with it." So I hope y'all enjoyed the salute o'clock to dust in the wind. Dust in the wind. That was, <laughs> that was very well played, and those who have seen the movie will understand. Uh, yes, yes, perfect song for sure. Yeah, I, for, I don't. I mean, if it's not on the soundtrack to that movie. Y'all are doing it wrong, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. You asked up. <laughs> it should be there. It should be there. God bless. Anyway. And by the way, Justin, it, anyway. it's just, you made, when you were saying uh, last segment, choir, 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 mm-hmm. it made me think of Earth, Wind, and Fire and Taylor Swift, who tried to cover one of their songs. And that should have been a big fat no, and she's just going to need to shake it off. Sometimes you just gotta leave well enough alone, man. You can't do the cover respect. You know what I'm saying? Can't, can't do it. Can't do can't it. Do it. <laughs> can't do it. Look, even Bill O'Reilly knows. Sometimes you just can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. And that is it for us. <laughs> Sometimes that's what happens. And I picked the wrong time on that one, so that may have sucked too. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. People That's okay. that listen to the podcast. Can, they understand, yeah, man. They, 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 understand. they understand. You want to yell for all you've done to your bodies. <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> anyway. If you want to crown them, crown their ass. If you want to crown them, crown their ass, man. They are who we thought oh. Holy moly, but uh, yeah, so props to Jason (laughs) Witten on that one. Yeah, I I, I hope everything goes well. We'll see. Is that that all the um, fans who were uh, sending nasty messages to Chris Pratt at this point in time? Dude, by the way, look, Chris Pratt didn't write write the movie, y'all. He didn't write the script, okay? Star-Lord is a character he's playing. Ease up. Either you're you're trolls or you're ding-dongs. Look, I drank a fair amount of beer when I went to go see this movie with Shannon. You can attest to this. I pounded two before we left, and I drank a pitcher. And I drank a pitcher during the movie, and then I crushed one when I got back, <laughs> just for good measure. And uh, woo, I felt pretty good, man. But uh, I probably could have done without the last beer to end the night. But I thought you were going to hang out and chit chat for a minute. I didn't realize it was going to be a stop, drop, and roll as you rolled away. And I'm like, I'm drinking a beer. Uh, but <laughs> well, you anyway. did you did have a. Uh, a uh, uh, crying baby as well. So, yeah. Oh, you mean on the exit? Yeah. Yeah. I like I said. It was like you didn't hear that. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when we left. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was funny. That was. I thought funny. you said Sarah texted you when we got home. Well, no, no. Blue needed to go out. Blue was fussing. Uh, Blue was I thought a... you said one of the kids needed to go nah, out. No. no. Well, I mean, my, Lo- Logan likes my... to. Logan likes to pee in the yard, but he's not going to wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning and want to pee in the yard. Well, he might, but I don't think that was the plan. 
Yeah, we you never know. Line. Other side note, I know that uh, you know Shad Khan uh, is essentially trying to buy Wembley Stadium. And um, look, look, I'm all for expanding the game, and it, like I get it, that's cool, yeehaw. There is no way in hell that the freaking Super Bowl should be played out of country. Just stop no. that. Not the Super Bowl should not be. Look, Wembley's great. I don't. I don't have any major gripes or grievances with, with London. I mean, playing a regular season game there is one thing. The Super Bowl should not be over there, dude. Just, just stop. Stop. I will say this. Stop. How in the world can you have the Jacksonville Philadelphia game in London? Like that. That's a travesty to all Jacksonville season ticket holders. No. Just that's a travesty. Stop. It, again, it's one thing to play a regular season game over there, but the, the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl should be here, man. You know, it, it just should be. Look, you're not the World Cup, okay? We, we just need to break free of all this nonsense, bruh, bruh. I mean, it's, it is crazy, man. Sorta. Yeah. Again, I'm all for expanding the game. I don't have any gripes with that. Um, I can I can live with the occasional London game, but the Super Bowl should not be no off American soil. Sorry, sorry, that's, y'all. That's America, baby. America. Hashtag Team America's team. The Super Bowl needs to be stateside, dude. Just get the hell out of here with that. Hey, All we right? can send them the toilet bowl, dude. Give them a Pro Bowl. Play a Pro Bowl over there. Oh, there you, you go. You want to do that? I can live with that. Yeah, do that. That's no problem. You know. Play in Hawaii, uh, play it in London every once in a while. Rotate it between three sites: Hawaii, London, and you know, in Canton or somewhere whatever. In Florida or, or somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's fine, but the, the Super Bowl should be here. I mean, and I feel pretty strongly about that. And uh, you know, just stop. That's just crap. Absolute crap. You know what? Why not? Given the Pro Bowl, why? Because no one watches it here, so no one can watch it there. I mean, you know, win-win. No, one, win. no one's going to care about the time difference anyway. Uh, side note, uh, in case Peter you... Peter Griffin just called. He had thoughts on that. <laughs> <laughs> All my soundboards are reloading, by the way. I don't know what happened. Everything's reloading. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares you idiot yeah there you go it's about right there you go <laughs> i did i did i forgot to mention this earlier but during game two against the raptors lebron james was actually clipping his nails on the sideline while he was sitting down seriously yeah yeah i kind of like he does that. that a lot i know it, look man you got you got to keep good care of the of, of the mitts man they got to look fresh <laughs> super rando but whatever one other thing, uh, before I forget about it, Utah and Houston, man, that looks like that might be end up being a feistier series than I anticipated. But we have to give some dap to Donovan Mitchell, uh, his ridiculous putback dunk uh, on his own, oh uh, own little God. rebound. That was phenomenal. Uh, that that was a great play. Uh, but I, I've got the, the the live call of that, and that that one's fun. So I wanted to play that for you guys. Here you go. Over Mitchell into a I just, I just love that man. That's a great play. Look it up if you haven't seen it. Look it up because it was filthy. Oh, yeah. I, I was watching it live. I was, I was just like, holy crap! I said it to y'all probably within two yeah. minutes. No, it, it was filthy, dude. It was completely oh my filthy. Gosh. Yeah, 
that was that was just nasty. I'm hoping that ends up being a, a really good competitive feisty series. We'll see how it plays out. But I think most people on on paper, if nothing else, figured the Rockets would take that. But we'll see if Utah really makes them earn it. Mm. So Shannon, out of curiosity, and Randy, the same question for you. So to either one of you, since it's been about a month since we were recorded. Uh, do, you, do you have like a favorite story or a favorite moment from the past month that uh, you want to throw out there? The one for me that comes to mind, just because the draft was last week, uh, yeah. I would say Ryan Shazier. No, when that he came was, out. That was great seeing him walk out. It did. I don't know how yeah. many people knew he was going to do that, but that seemed so unexpected. It's one thing to be out there, but to to make that walk, dude, I thought was great. That that was fantastic it, to see because I it was it was really emotional. I mean, I, you saw Deion Sanders uh, yeah. when he was trying to interview Edmonds from Virginia Tech; like he couldn't even do it. He was just, you know, so overcome. Because I mean, what that what that man's going through right now, you don't wish that on anybody. No, of course not. And uh, to see him come out there and showing just that, just that strength of. I'm going to get better. I'm going to walk again. And, oh, man. As, as, uh, it got dusty in the room real quick. It got real dusty in the room. And there were some really good moments in the draft. Again, this isn't so much about player evaluations. I mean, I think sometimes, you know, teams have a need and they draft for that need and it makes sense. Sometimes their draft choices don't always make a ton of sense to us as fans. And then they cut some people and you go, oh, okay, that sort of made sense. Um, <laughs> But, you know, the draft had a couple of nice little surprises, a couple of nice little curveballs in there. I'm okay with, like, the Redskins draft. You know what I'm saying? Like, cool with it. And we'll see how it plays out for the Packers. I thought they at least tried to generate some additional value. Again, it, it, it all hinges on one thing. What do the players you pick turn into? Because we can talk about what they were in college, but bro, it's the big leagues now. You know what I'm saying? You know, do you prep yeah. right? Do you, do you keep your body right? Do you keep your mind right? Do, do you show up and play on game day? How do you practice? How do you play? And, you know, that that jump from college to pros, but you just got to settle it on the field, man, at, at the end of the day. But, um, I th- like, the Martavis Bryant trade was a, was like a rando curveball I didn't expect. That was kind of out there. I mean, we'll see how it plays out for the Raiders. Who knows? But I get the move. And, you know, Pittsburgh's had a great knack at drafting wide receivers. You know what I mean? And obviously you got Brown, you got Juju, and, and they took some other people. And they've got some other bodies there. So, you know, I, I, they could afford to do that. And if there, were, if there were team issues, move the guy. You know what I mean? Move the guy. That's potentially a pretty nice weapon for Carr and for Gruden and that, and that offense. So, you know, but it just uh, – I don't know about you guys, but just – Super surprised me on draft day, but uh, a couple of my favorite moments from the NFL draft uh, certainly were uh, Shaquem Griffin getting getting picked. Uh, oh yeah, by the Seahawks. Uh, I love the fact that you know he was in the green room, and I, I think most of us probably would have liked to have seen him get picked a smidge earlier. But that being said, I mean he he, he gets reunited with his brother. I mean I, I just don't know how much better you can make that story um, for him to you know accomplish what he has is great. For him to get to, to play again with his brother is fantastic. Um, I would imagine he's got a big old honking UCF championship ring, <laughs> uh, which is still pretty funny. There, there's a self-proclaimed national championship deal. 
Uh, and I don't have any real hate for that. Other schools have done that stuff. I mean, they were undefeated, so you can nitpick it and kind of chuckle at it, which I am. But technically, um, they beat the team that beat the team that won a national championship. Uh, yeah. So um, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I don't know what they're going to be going forward, but what they were last year was pretty damn good. That is for sure. Uh, but that was great. Seeing his family's his family's reaction was great, and I recorded. I didn't watch the draft all the way through, but I did DVR it. So I would pick up pieces and I'd fast forward. And then when they interviewed people I wanted to, to see it, I, I did that. And so I watched all the pieces on him. And when they had him on set, and with his brother on set, his family on set, uh, that was great, man. That was a really good thing to see. Um, certainly wish him well. It's a great story. And then they had this this piece. I don't remember if it was the NFL Network or if it was ESPN. So forgive me on that. But whatever network I was I'm pretty sure it was NFL Network because it was Rich Eisen. But they had this great piece on him. And so they start, and they had this almost montage. And they had all these other pieces. And they had all these kids that had different kinds of disabilities or had lost this limb or lost that limb, whether it was a birth defect or an, an accident or whatever. And they all basically were talking about how, you know, how much he meant to them and so they i think that i don't know what the title of the piece was but you know one of the themes in that was basically this idea that we are shakeem griffin it was a really mm. moving piece if you guys haven't seen it look it up it's, it's really fascinating and it's well done and they have a one-armed cheerleader that uh, and she's very young it's, i don't know if she's in elementary school or middle school or what uh kind of towards the back end of it and she talks about how he's her favorite player um, and so she ends up doing some, you know, some tricks and some moves and some like one handed, you know, handstands and flips and whatever. And so that was a really cool thing to see, but just the impact that he's had on other people. I think that's really part of what makes his story fascinating. Uh, and I, you know, I, am certainly pulling for him I mean, not that I'm a, you know, yay, go Seahawks. It's not even about that, but I just think his background is fascinating. What he what he uh, grew up with and overcame and worked through is fascinating. And uh, the human- I was hoping I was hoping the Colts would have drafted yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm glad he's with his brother. I, I, I yeah, think that's a good spot for him. It is. <laughs> I think in a couple years, I, I think we're going to look back and he should have gone higher than he did. He absolutely um, should have. It doesn't mean it's going to work out. It doesn't mean he's going to have a great career. Who knows? I mean, some of that's up to him and situation and, and being injury-free and being prepared and, and showing up and playing. But from the intangible side, I mean, what more can you ask for? You know, hearts, guts, football smarts, attitude, you know, uh, desire to work, desire to perform, desire to show up, and, and just what he puts into it. So, dude's a baller. Dude's a baller. So I'm, I'm happy that he got drafted. I, you know, that was a great moment. That was a great moment. Also loved, um, as we got into the draft, leading up to the Redskins, you know, I'd read a, a couple of mocks. I, don't, I, I try not to get too consumed by mocks, but I always, I do think it's interesting when you start thinking about your team and what your team's needs are and then kind of where they're drafted and you see how the draft unfolds. Sometimes you inadvertently get semi-attached to players. And so I kind of had in my head that the Redskins were going to end up with either um, Minka Fitzpatrick or uh, Vita Villa. And so, of course, Minka Fitzpatrick went to the Dolphins at 11, and I was like, oh, <laughs> well, that, that's done. And then the Bucks took Vita Villa at 12. So, like, back-to-back, the two players I thought one of them was going to be a Redskin were both gone. 
And so on my notes, I was like, and Redskins fans shed a tear. Oh, Redskins fans shed another tear. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I kind of laughed at that. But uh, Vita Via, one of my favorite lines I saw in the article, is somebody was like, it looks like this dude came straight out of Moana. <laughs> and I laughed. <laughs> but um, his actual full name is ridiculous. And so there's. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, like, we couldn't do that. It, we couldn't do that if we were sober or drunk. It just wouldn't matter. Uh, but I, I found this one clip of uh, somebody trying to pronounce his name and then him pronouncing his name. Your full name. The full name. I counted the characters. Okay. There's 46 in this 46. bad boy. So, Nate, I'm going to put us to the test, and we have to say this. Ready? I'm going to go right. first. Okay. Tevita Tuliakiono Tupoloto Mosesi Vahai Falatau. Hey, you did a great job, Kay. You go did for a it. great job. No, no you, you did it oh, okay. well. I'm gonna just How do you really say it? You got, it uh, you got it spot on. Got it spot on? All right, now listen. Let, let's. Can you let's say talk. it, please. I got you. Te vida tulia que yo no tuve por otro moses de bajar falta vea. What? <laughs> I feel like I need Google Translate for that dude's name. <laughs> <laughs> and we thought pronouncing Tongo Vailoa was a was hard to do. Oh my Good God. lord! Yeah. Well, at least that that seems like a short name now. That might as well be John <laughs> Smith. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Might as well be John Smith after that one, bro. John Smith. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> close enough. And what was then, that? Peel, John Smith. Um, I remember the last guy's name. But I, I'm okay with what the Redskins did. I'm not going to hate it. They needed D-line help. Uh, that's I mean, their their defense sucked, and they sucked against the run. So, which and the Bucks defense was terrible too. But I, I was kind of feeling the Vita Via pick, and it, he looked like he had a burgundy jacket. I really thought that was going to be. That was Redskins land, but yeah. I think that's probably where he thought he was going to go. It looked like he was dressed for that. It's where he was going to go. Yeah. Um, but I guess for Deron Payne, look, man, the, the Redskins apparently like Alabama defenders. So uh, hey. Deron Payne gets reunited with Jonathan Allen. Um, and there's somebody else, too, a linebacker, I think. But uh, mm-hmm. either way, I don't know. We'll see, man. I'm not hating on Deron Payne. But... Now, that dude can ball, man. That That's... That should help with those running backs in that division. Mm-hmm. I, sure, I do, I will, do believe but... the Redskins needed to address the uh, owner situation and uh, draft a new <laughs> owner. <laughs> can we? Dra- uh, can they draft a new owner? Is that possible? I, I they need to. I, and look, I, I don't want to spend but so much time on this because it, it just it makes my blood boil. Uh, just even thinking about it, but this whole cheerleader situation. Um, oh, it's a bad they, look. It's a came terrible out, look. That came out in the New York Times yesterday is such, it's so horrific. Look, you and I, I have two daughters. You have one daughter. When you have daughters, your view of the world changes. And if the, if those allegations prove true, Dan Snyder should not be owning the Redskins any longer. Because if you're going to have these commercials with Eli Manning and all these players saying enough is enough, you need to say enough is enough to this owner, Dan Snyder, and tell him he's gone out of the boys and he needs to sell the team. Well, there's an accountability question somewhere along the line with that, sure. Um, Yeah. I don't know how far up the flagpole that runs, but you know, when you talk about organizational culture, this is something that is probably reflective of what's going on in the organization. And, 
you know, uh, one of the stories referenced this thing on the Redskins.com site where it was essentially, do you guys remember Hot or Not? Do you guys remember that? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yep. they, ha- they had a thing that was very similar to that in the in essence where you would, you know, pick between, two, they'd show you two cheerleaders, you pick which one you thought was hotter or which one you liked more. Uh, and that was Wasn't part that of the, from Social Network. Well, I mean, Hot or Not was network. a Hot or Not. Well, yeah, that was in there, but I mean, that was a real site. Hot or Not dot com was a real. I don't. I have no idea if it still exists. I haven't gone there in forever, but that was a real thing. But you know, the allegations, and again, this is 2013 in Costa Rica, so we're five years removed from it. But you know, there's allegations that the cheerleaders had their passports taken away, which seems kind of creepy. And they said it was for security, but that seems like an odd thing to do. Extremely creepy. Um, you know, here they're in a country, they have, you know, uh, male sponsors and FedEx field suite holders. And, um, you know, they got a photo shoot that where, where they're topless, which doesn't make a ton of sense other than the fact they wanted them topless. Uh, others in body paint, again, doesn't make a ton of sense other than they wanted them, you know, either naked or in body paint. So we'll see how the story plays out. I don't quite, I haven't fully digested and reflected on that yet. Uh, Although I did joke around pre-podcast, it's they're an organization that's that's hard to root for. I don't have any issues with the mascot or the name. That's not where I come from. I know that there are people that do have issues with the mascot and the name and the logo. I get it. I don't agree with you, but I get it. My sticking point is owner, organizational like attitude, and how they operate and. Just they've done some things in the past that just it makes it really hard to like them, whether it's suing season ticket holders or this crap with the cheerleaders or stuff they've done to people or the way they've treated the fan base or players or coaches or any number of things. It's just they're a hard franchise to to, to like randomly like pull for and like they just are. And I don't know how the stuff's going to play out, but it's a terrible look. And it's it's shortly after all the stuff that came out with with uh, Jerry Richardson and the Panthers, where he just seemed like he was a creepy old pervy dude. It's a pretty interesting read. If you haven't read it, do yourself a favor and look it up because there's there's too much there to, to for me to be like, let me read this thing to you. It, it's too much of an article for that. Um, but it it feels awkward and it feels a little bit shady. And you could certainly make the argument, well, why didn't they say anything earlier? Well. You know, sometimes in environments like that, people don't speak up because they don't want to lose their position or they, you know what I mean? There's a lot of dynamics at play there. Uh, But power and money and however you slice it, it's a bad look. Um, So we'll we'll see how it plays out. I mean, obviously, uh, the franchise says they're looking into it. But five years after the fact, what did you do about it when it happened? You know? They didn't um, do anything. And, and and how much did you know? And how much <clears throat> were you permissive about? So, you know, and, and you'll hear people say, oh, well, maybe there shouldn't be cheerleaders. Well, maybe there shouldn't be. You know, I mean, there's, there's several teams that don't have any, and it's fine. Um, I, I'm sorry, but if you own a billion-dollar franchise, you know what's going on in your company. Unless you don't want to. If you own a billion, I'm sorry, but if you own billion dollar franchises, you, you know every I and you know every T that's crossed. Unless every you, I that's yeah, unless you don't want to, that's a choice. You're right, unless yeah. you don't yeah. want to. Air quotes. Yeah. So 
it's got a bad vibe to it. It's a bad look. Um, you know, and there's some there's some variation in the first ten accounts that some seem to be in support of the article, others seem to contradict it. Yeah, I, I, I think see. we're gonna, I think we're gonna have to let this one play out and make sure there's complete information. I don't want to you know overly rush, I don't want to overly rush to judgment on it. And, Same. And, but the initial impression is that it's a bad look and they need to do a better job. Uh, with their cheerleaders, and some it, it feels like there's some inappropriate stuff happening. Uh, and it, w- again, we'll see what it turns into, but it, it, it doesn't feel right out of the gate no. <laughs> without even knowing the full story. It just doesn't feel good, and it just doesn't feel right. And that's usually an ominous sign. Um, mm-hmm. so we'll see. Um, Randy, out of curiosity, man, any uh, what's your takeaway from the 49ers draft? And any particular impressions? Any thoughts? Or you just good to go with what they did? It was McGlinchey, right? Yeah, with their first round pick, and, mm-hmm. and I was fine with that. I I really wanted Roquan Smith because I didn't know what was going on with Ruben Foster. Yeah. So, but when Smith went to the Bears, I was like, damn it, because I I just knew that dude was has a lot of potential to be mm-hmm. just a superstar linebacker. So once we drafted a tackle, I'm like, okay, I get it because, you know, Staley's getting up there in years. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I knew Trent Brown had been getting better, but I didn't, you know, I didn't totally forgot that he had the shoulder surgery. And I'm like, okay, so at least we have a young dude who's just going to come in and earn his way onto the, you know, onto the line. Next thing I know, the next day. They trade Trent Brown to the Patriots. I'm like, well, I guess I know who's starting at right tackle now. <laughs> Not Trent Brown, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, but overall, looking at the draft and looking at the fact that we uh, went out and got <laughs> went out and got some defensive players, got some wide receivers. Yeah, some you know we went and got position players that I think they're not going to start right away. These are guys who are just going to slowly be brought in I'm, i was fine with it i i really liked what we did especially just getting filling positions of need it's not like we went out there and just like oh best player on the board why are we drafting a quarterback wait wait a second what <laughs> or what, another running back seriously yeah so overall i, I was very happy with it i i was they, they did some movement up and down with the you know with the draft which was which is what I expected. Uh, so I'm kind of hoping that, you know, after the, for the first couple of years, obviously, you know, once we get to year three with Lynch and Shanahan, we'll really get to see what they've been building. Sure. But you know, I, I think, um, you know, again, I don't have any real attachment to the franchise. So it's not a matter of that, but I think what you want to see with, particularly with Lynch is that you have an organization and a front office that, that knows what they're trying to do. And is working towards executing that. And I thought it was interesting. They were talking about McGlinchey, and they basically said we did we didn't bring him in for an interview and a workout because we didn't want teams to know how much we liked him. And th- you know th- they didn't think that would really change anything. They weren't going to learn anything else about him, um, and they didn't need him to do that. So they tried to keep it on the down low because they liked him that much. They just want, didn't want to tip their hand. So again, we got you got to get him on the field. You got to see what it turns into. But uh, they're clearly trying to. You know, maneuver a little bit uh, to do what they want and, and to blow smoke screens appropriately. But what you want is organizational competence and front office competence and a, a head coach and a GM that, 
you know, kind of have a, a shared mission and can work on that together. Because that, to me, is is your best. Whatever the best outcome is, to me, you need those things in your corner yeah. to get that best outcome. So, we'll I, I am curious uh, for for the Redskins draft. What do you think about the the Redskins getting, drafting Geis out of LSU? Um, I, I don't have any beef with it. There was a lot of weird stuff kind of floating around about you know an issue with the Eagles and. What part of that's really true? I don't know. I mean, it, it, it kind of ramped up in the middle, you know, kind of in the lead up to the draft, and then it, some people discredited it. So they ended up getting arguably first round talent, obviously much later than that. But if he runs angry and runs hard and is ready to ball, you know, then I'm, I'm cool with it. And if he's a head case and he's got problems, that, that will come out <laughs> before much longer anyway. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because he'll play himself out of the league. You know, if he's got an issue and can't do, you know what I mean? You will know. <laughs> we'll know pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely know right away. Yeah, we'll know pretty quickly. But and I, I know it was I funny that, that. I think uh, that was good value. I, telling, I think it was good I was value. Telling the, Great telling value. Shannon, really. right after the draft, uh, one of the undrafted free agents that the Colts ended up picking up was uh, Steve Ishmael out of Syracuse, who ended up being the number two receiver in the nation last year and actually holds all the records at Syracuse for receiving records. He passed Marvin that? Harrison. I'm going, how the hell did this guy not get drafted? <laughs> it, 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 it's like one of those things where it's like, for me, one of the shocking things in the draft is all these guys that are have such really, they're just very talented people. And yeah. it's almost like there's just not enough space for these guys. It's Well, there isn't. And there isn't. I, I, you know, I wish you know that that the NFL would listen to the fans. Be like, we, you know, having like a a minor league or something, just uh, something. You know, I mean, they had you know NFL Europe and the World League and all that stuff, and they just and there's, but it, they they need something like that though. Well, give a lot of these guys a chance to actually play. We'll see what we'll see in between the CFL and the Reborn XFL, and then. What's that other one that's getting started? The AF, I forget. It's not the AFL. The Arena League's still out there. Well, there's the Arena League, but there's another new league that's not the XFL. I mean, that's coming back. But there's another football league that's starting, uh, starting up. And I, I just forget what their what their name is. But uh, there's some opportunities there. I, man, I hear you. Like a true developmental league would be valuable. I think. Um, and they squandered that with NFL Europe because it was there. It was there for the take and there for the making, and they they broke it up, pissed it away. So, which I think is too bad because you want consistency in rules, consistency in application, and then you want to grow the game. I, I, somewhere in this house, I still have a London Monarchs uh, pullover, <laughs> like hoodies. What, which is what's so funny random. is if, so if I pull out pull up my football cards from like back in the eighties and nineties, mm-hmm. I have World League cards. Yeah. Oh wow! Oh, that's so bizarre. They're worth nothing, but it's a cool thing to have. <laughs> <laughs> worth zero, but still really neat. You know what's not worth zero? Matt Ryan's new contract, by the way. <laughs> not worth zero. Beers, liquor, whatever the hell you want. Everything it's all on Matt Ryan. All right? on Matt Ryan. Yeah. Yep. Thirty million dollars at roughly thirty million dollars a year. Uh, it, 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 look, Ryan made some bank, dude. Uh, new benchmark for annual average and over a hundred or around a hundred million dollars uh, guaranteed. So, Matt Ryan, you're going to be okay. Obviously, surpassed the the deal that Kirk Cousins got. Other than the fact that you know eighty four million of Kirk's was guaranteed, uh, but a but a full hundy, whew, they're committed to him, man. 
Um, I mean, Arthur Blank came out and said that Matt Ryan's getting what he's earned. You know, good for you for thinking that way. Uh, I don't hate Matt Ryan. I don't know that he's worth that. I think he's a very good quarterback. They had some issues last year. Uh, I like uh, what? What's the wide receiver's name? They t- they picked Calvin Ridley. Yep. Um, you know, I get the pick. I, you you got to pair somebody with Julio. I get it, but man, that that's a lot of money, dude. Whew. I hope Matt Ryan earns it. And God bless if he's getting that. What the hell is Aaron Rodgers gonna get? Good yeah. lord. Well, and with the thing is, is like now you Ryan has to perform. It's like, okay, lead us to a Super Bowl championship, not just the Super Bowl. It's now granted you do have to put the pieces around him and actually have a nice cohesive unit going. Oh sure. Well but it, without it, without Shanahan there, it seemed like that offense just they sputtered last they weren't year. The I mean they, I mean they, technically they he got they paid, struggled. so he doesn't really have to do it. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, Flacco, since, you know, Lamar Jackson obviously is the future in Baltimore. Uh, maybe. Doesn't the signing of RG3 make way more sense now? <laughs> it does. Figure Flacco, RG3, and, and uh, well, they didn't necessarily know how the draft was going to play out. But that's what I'm intrigued by. I'm not saying he's going to be an NFL caliber dude. I don't know. But I'm glad he's getting a shot. I'm glad he's going to a team that's going to work with him as a quarterback, and we'll see what he can turn into. Uh, but I do think it's funny that you have RG3 there, and God bless. If, the, if you want to t- if, <laughs> talk to RG3 and learn, <laughs> or, well, and or watch RG3's tape, uh, or film, or whatever, and learn. <laughs> it made sense because Marty Morningweg and uh, Greg Roman are both on the coaching staff yeah. now. So, I mean, Marty Morningweg was the head coach when Vic had his best years, and obviously Greg Roman, Tyrod Taylor, and Colin Kaepernick. So yeah. it just makes sense for having RG3 and Lamar Jackson there. It's an interesting pairing. I hope it works out. Uh, obviously, they moved down a couple of times, and they still ended up uh, being able to pick him up. I, I do think it's funny all the Patriots smoke screens. Everybody thought he was going to – and maybe the Patriots would take a flyer on him. But then it's coming out that the Patriots were, you know – there was a report that the Patriots were trying to trade up, you know, so they could make a move on Baker Mayfield. But uh, well, clearly they needed to go all the way to the top for that one, and that wasn't going to happen. So no, no, no. At some point, you go. The price is too steep, man. You let it go. Oh, sorry, Shane. Oh, it's okay. Sorry. I do like one fifty-eight. By the way, say what? One fifty-eight. I know, I know we're close, we're close, we're close. <laughs> Lastly, I do like the attitude of Josh Rosen, how he was pissed off that he was drafted nine places too low. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love him on Arizona. Dude, go talk to Fitz. Learn from that guy. He's gonna be. Yes. He needs to be your best friend. Larry Fitzgerald needs to be your best friend. And, um, and that's a pro's pro right there, so... So Absolutely. Pro, yeah, pros pro, buddy. Go talk to that guy. Learn from him. Absorb as much as you can because I don't know how long Fitz is going to play. No he, clue. He may have one or two more years, but yeah. I, don't, I don't. I would think maybe two, but, you know. It, it depends on how long he actually wants to play, it depends, I would say. Well, it also partially depends <laughs> on how good still, Josh Rosen is, right? Yeah, that's true. If he sucks, Larry may be like, oh, my, my, my neck think, and my back. Yeah, my neck, my back. this year Fitz could move up into second. 
I think in, I think second in receptions and yardage. This I'd, year. I'd, I'd have to double check numbers, but I think he's he's reasonably close or within One reasonable striking distance. Yeah, on some significant ones. I mean, nobody is going to catch Jerry Rice unless they're just a reception machine for a, a crazy, excuse me, crazy long time. Uh, but Fitzgerald, yeah, I, I would think he's close to some significant milestones. Yeah, because I think he moved up. I think yeah, I think he moved into third by the end of last season. Mm, yeah. I think in receiving yards. Well, maybe we can cross-reference that and double-check. As possible. Um, as possible. As far as Rosen, you know, the non-mistakes ahead of me, I think, may have been a little too salty. That's an opinion. He kind of walked those comments back. Uh, but you, you know what? If, if, that's, if that motivates him, then that's okay. He's going to a team that the cupboard's not bare in Arizona. Uh, obviously, we talked about Fitzpatrick. Or excuse me, Fitzgerald. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Fitzgerald, excuse me, uh, and then obviously they have David Johnson. So they, they, they've got some components and some pieces there. Uh, it's not like he's going to, I don't know, the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but it, sometimes you, you, you're not drafted where you want to be, but you're drafted where you need to be. You know what I mean? I think at the end of the, the, the big thing is what you hope is that you end up on a team that's a good fit for your personality, who you are, and then – you are as a player we'll see hopefully hopefully that fire in the belly from from dropping motivates him over his career um i don't know about the non-mistakes thing I th- I, you know you're going after teams that didn't need a quarterback and like the 49ers they're not gonna draft you well so. exactly so fitz is less than 400 yards away from passing to oh, to be yeah. number two super in doable that's super doable that's super and doable. he would need if he plays for at least two more years, he has a chance of moving into number two in receptions, passing Tony Gonzalez. Wow! Because he needs he's uh, less than a hundred away. Wow! That's a hop, yeah. skip, and a jump, buddy. Hop, skip, and a jump. So yeah, if he plays two more years, he'll be number two overall by the end of his career. So I tell you what, man, let's let's shift gears and start wrapping up so we can get out of here. Um, kudos, by the way, to Patrick Beverly's mother who made it on to The Price is Right. Uh, Lisa, good job. Um, not only did she do well, she won two cars and a trip to Madagascar and $41,000 in cash. So I'd say Patrick Beverly's mom had a good day. She did well. Oh, yeah. She kicked ass in The Price is Right. Well done. Anything else in particular you guys want to bring up? Any, any, any story that really popped to you or... Any of that? Oh, before I forget, uh, I like how Fox had a report that says the color rush uniforms are going away. Thank you, football gods, for getting the hell rid of the color rush uniforms because they sucked bags of balls. No more ketchup and mustard bowl. No, no, they're crap. (laughs) They're totally crap. They're totally crap. Uh, Side note, I meant to bring this up while Mark was here. Uh, Obviously, the Cowboys... uh, You know, gave old Des Bryant Das Boot. He hadn't signed with anybody yet as of this recording. And there seems to be a little bit of salt floating around, both from Des and apparently from the team a little bit. But I did appreciate the fact that Des Bryant gets cut, starts talking about how he wants to play the Cowboys twice a year. Uh, So, I mean, at that point, really, it's the Redskins, it's the Eagles, and it's the Giants. That's what it is. What I thought was great, though, is that Brandon Marshall of the Giants... Tells Des Bryant there isn't room for him on the Giants. 
And then the next day, Brandon Marshall gets cut. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's messed up. It's funny. It's funny. But it's messed up. It's messed up. Jazz for- just needs to be willing to accept a one-year prove-it deal with, with incentives. Maybe. That's it. Maybe. Maybe. It'll be the best. It'll be the best bet for him to actually get signed, rather than sitting there thinking he's still a number one. I I don't think he has the speed or, or the dedication to his craft. Now I could be wrong about that, but my impression is, based on reports I've read and material that is out there, is that he's not he's not the best route runner, and he it doesn't have the best prep. So, and at some point you get old enough that you need to make up for what you lose from a physical standpoint. You have to make up for it with your approach to the game and all the details, you know what I mean? And, uh, get, you know, getting ready for that. And we'll, we'll see. Maybe, maybe getting Doss boot from Dallas will motivate that guy. Maybe not. We'll fi- we'll see in time, but at the moment, he's still hanging out there as a free agent. You know, if he wants $10 million a year, I think teams can let him sit at some point. If it's just about the money, he'll get a little desperate. He'll be back. He'll be back. Uh, I did want to play one fan reaction. This is a Cleveland Browns fan. So we talked a little bit about the draft. Uh, here's here's one fan's reaction after Baker Mayfield was picked. Baker Mayfield. Guy, you gotta be fucking kidding me! Guy left the room. Oh! Oh my God! It hurts. Oh. Sounded like he was taking a big dump, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. What? Bam, poop, I can't even fire, I can't even talk. Bam, poop, I can't even fire, I can't even talk. Is that the English? No, no. <laughs> English, mother. Do you speak? Yeah, it? man, the struggle was real, bro. That guy was all over the place in that in that 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 statement, man. He, he was struggling. He was struggling. The language is funny. And Shannon, kudos to you for that pull. A plus. Thank you, sir. And I was waiting for the uh, soundboard to reload. It took a few minutes. Come on, Sammy. I know. They speak English and what? Say what again? <laughs> Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. God, he's got what? It. God, he has a great angry voice. It really does. So. Uh, anyway, uh, one other side note: We were talking about the Golden Knights earlier. What a great story they are! I like the uh, the whole concept of the Vegas flu, and I like how this is defined. This is the nickname for the condition that can explain how the Knights won twenty nine of their forty one home games. And the theory is that opposing teams come to Vegas, stay up late, gamble, and whatever they get themselves into, and uh, they show up the next day a little bit slower than they normally would. So that's the Vegas flu, but um. You know, obviously, you think of uh, of the shootings uh, in Vegas, and this is that's a community that rallied around that team as an expansion franchise. People obviously voted them to suck. <laughs> a little bit more than that, uh, a strong strong run to the year, a strong playoff run so far. We'll see if they can make it to the next round, but compelling story, interesting story uh, for sure for the for the Golden Knights. Plus, the name's kind of fun. And that's also a win. Speaking of, you know, underdogs or maybe some curveballs or things you didn't always expect. Let's see if I can pull this guy. Because I love this story. Oh, there's the Washington cheerleaders again. That's not what I'm looking for. Thanks, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you telling me I'm not going to be able to find this thing? That sucks. It's terrible timing. 
Boo. Sorry. Oh, here it is. Here you go. Zach Goldich signed with the, ended up signing with the San Diego Chargers as, as an undrafted free agent. And he, what makes him so fascinating, is that he is a survivor of the Aurora shooting at the movie theater. He got hit in the neck, if I remember correctly. Um, he was at the weight room the next day after spending the night in the hospital. Uh, played some college ball, obviously. Did not get drafted. Thought he was going to get drafted. Did not get drafted. But signed with the San Diego Chargers as a free agent. So uh, definitely one of those you want it to be a feel-good story uh, before it's all said and done. You really do. <laughs> I meant to share with you one thing I thought was really funny. I don't know if either one of you have seen this. And hopefully, I don't think this counts as a spoiler. I'm not mentioning any, any names. Uh, but one thing I thought was really funny is there's a website <laughs> where you can find out if Thanos killed you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of neat. Yeah. It's www.didthanoskillme.me. <laughs> huh. Let's check that out. Uh, yeah. W- yeah. Let me know what you've got. What you get. Both of you guys should go to it. Uh, me. Find out, does Thanos kill you at, at, with the great snapping? Let me know. Come on, Shannon, look it up. me. That's your mission. I want to know. <laughs> and Todd, we're just saying hi. I just wanted to play your song just for you to do it. There's a .5K somewhere. I posted it in the Sports Brew uh, Facebook page. You should enter that and drink beer. Thank me later. <laughs> I could totally do a .5K, Shannon. I don't know that I could do a 5K. I can do a oh, point- the .5K? Absolutely. But it, That's I, what that was. Yeah. I was spared by Thanos. <laughs> oh, good for you. Shannon, what you got? Uh, or- Shoot, where'd he go? Oh, my God. Here, I'll stick it in the sports room chat for you. You bastard. <laughs> oh, actually, I'll do it in the one that's just you and you and, uh, you and Randy so that Mark doesn't, there you go. Mark doesn't accidentally go there. There you go. There's the site. Did Thanos kill you? Let me know. Let's see. You were slain by Thanos for the good of the universe. Yay. You're dead. That cunt. That cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry, uh, Shannon. That's okay. Uh, hold on. Oh, I, I guess I won't spoil anything. Never mind. Hey, Shannon. Yes, sir. From Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I figured you would at least give me the ludicrous treatment. Nah. <laughs> hey, look, don't worry. On my, on my phone, on my phone, I was slain by Thanos. On my computer, I survived. Because <laughs> I, la- I laughed at that, and I thought it was so funny, I opened it. Uh, Either no. way, we're all just dust in the wind. Either way. Yep. I... Totally makes me think of old school, Randy. You're so yep. right. How can it not? Mm. 
You're a boyfriend. You're a boyfriend. Can, can, can we play like Kansas and then just drop Sam Jackson on top of it? Get the fuck out of my yes. face with that shit. <laughs> Arnold says yes. So yes. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, soundboard.com. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. You don't want to mess with me on this one because I will come after you. Ezekiel 25, 17. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brother. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. You're the evil man. And I'm the righteous man. You're the righteous man, and I'm the shepherd. They speak English and what? I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. Dude. Glorious. Anyway. <laughs> oh. oh. Like I said, I hope it's on the soundtrack. I really do. All right. All right. Uh, other than uh, those random reports that uh, I like this stuff coming out on PFT, it says most teams wouldn't even sign Des Bryant at the league minimum. Somehow I think that's a load of crap. It meant to drive his price down. I'm just saying. Um, and Peter King, it's going to be really strange that you're no longer part of SI.com or writing for the MMQB. I don't even know what to make of that. I hope the jump to PFT works well for you. I like Peter King. I've read Peter King probably for 20 years. Uh, although I don't follow it as, uh, you know, it used to be pretty much required Monday reading for me. Not so much at this point, but, um, it's going to be weird to think that he's not with SI. That's just bizarre. But I certainly wish him well with uh, PFT. Shannon, you got any wrap-up thoughts? You got anything else you want to drop since you were slain by Thanos as you make your dust in the wind exit? <laughs> well, I mean, since I was slain, I might as well just... Jerk uh, ass! Re- remember the others that, were, um, that we've lost in the last month. And oh, gosh, no, so you're right, dude. A, Barbara Bush, man. R.I.P. What a list. Yes. Arlie Ermey. Holy crap! You know I'm so due to watch Full Metal Jacket again. I got to do it. I got to do let it. Let me let me tell you something. As a guy that served in the military, the opening—I don't know if it's an hour or so—of Full Metal Jacket is as real as it gets to boot camp. Iron Gunnery Sergeant Hartman, your senior drill instructor. From now on, you will speak only when spoken to. And the first and last words out of your filthy sewers will be, sir. Do you maggots understand that? Sir, yes, sir. Bullshit, I can't hear you. Sound off like you got a pair. Sir, 
Uh, it just it brings back so many memories, mm-hmm. and Lindy, I'm sure, would concur this thought. You know, just just watching that movie brings back so many memories of boot camp. I hated my RDCs, recruit division commanders. Those are the guys like uh, Lee. There, I, I hate those guys to this day. <laughs> I, I I honestly, do. and you know what? they would smile and laugh and say thank you because that's their job. Right. It's their job to break you down and build you up in whatever um, military you're going to be in, whether it's Army, Navy, Air Force. You're the lowest form of life on Earth. You are not even human fucking beings. You are nothing but unorganized, grabastic pieces of amphibian shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's 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 about right. That's 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 accurate. I'm not even joking. For those who think that's hilarious, it, it's I'm not even joking. It, it's about that way. God um, was here before the Marine Corps, so you can give your heart to Jesus. But your ass, your ass belongs, belongs to the Corps. To the Corps. He <laughs> understand. Sir, yes, sir. I can't hear you. Sir, yes, sir. <laughs> he had oh a my great voice, by the way. It, so it, distinctive. It, so distinctive. It, it's so distinctive, and it was real. It, it was absolutely real. Because I know that was based on his experience. What's your, <laughs> What's your excuse? Do you want that one? Here we go. Go ahead. The fucking questions here, Private. Do you understand, sir? Yes, sir. Well, thank you very much. Can I be in charge for a while, sir? Yes, sir. Are you shook up? Are you nervous, sir? I am, sir. Do I make you nervous, sir? Sir, what? Are you about to call me an asshole, sir? No, sir. How tall are you, Private? Sir, five foot nine, sir. Five foot nine. I didn't know they stacked shit that high. You trying to squeeze an inch in on me somewhere, huh? Sir, no, sir! Bullshit, it looks to me like the best part of you ran down the crack of your mama's ass and ended up as a brown stain on the mattress. I think you've been cheated. Where in hell are you from anyway, Private? Sir, Texas, sir! Holy dog shit, Texas, only steers and queers come from Texas, Private Cowboy. And you don't much look like a steer to me, so that kind of narrows it down. Do you suck dicks? Sir, no, sir! Are you a Peter Pepper? Sir, no, sir! I bet you're the kind of guy that would fuck a person in the ass and not even have the goddamn common courtesy to give him a reach around. I'll be you. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite line in the whole movie. I mean, it, it, you played that. I mean, it, it, really, it really is brilliant, isn't it? Oh, it's... Oh, man. It's amazing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Actually, if we're talking about reach arounds, you know we gotta play some music for Todd. Or as Shannon would say, <laughs> click, click, pull. <laughs> Oh man! Holy moly, dude! In all seriousness, we got three more RIPs. Um, 
We do. Look, we, we do. We do. We we've got uh, Bruno San Martino. My goodness, what what a legend in the wrestling community. Mm-hmm. Harry Anderson from Night Court. I mean, if you can remember that show back from the eighties and nineties, I mean, my goodness gracious. And then our our listen. Oh look, look. Go ahead. You can't talk about Night Court without a little bit of the theme. There you go. If Todd shaved his head, could he have been in this show? Bull. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely he could have been. I'm just saying. Could that have worked? Uh, It might have, actually. Bump, bump, a reach around from Todd. That's right. Boop, boop. Woo! All right. Thanks, Todd. (laughs) I'll see you up in here. (laughs) Apparently, we want to reach around from Todd. (laughs) Okay. Somehow, I think we have another. Who knew May the Fourth would be Reach Around Day uh, featuring Todd Tooting? I mean. Who knew? Who knew? But we're <laughs> much much like the RIPs, somehow I think we're at the end of the road. To be fair, you know what I'm saying? Alright, we've All got right. one more RIP. No, we've got a serious one though. No, we got a serious one. We got a serious one. We got, we got a serious one. Listen, man, we, we are all animal lovers here. We are. Uh, you know, whether it's dogs or cats or whatever, our boy Lindy, you know, lost his dog buddy. And Chris, we we feel your pain, dude. And uh, you know, our, our gosh, man, I, I know that's been tough on you. Um, I hope this podcast has helped you laugh a little bit. Yeah, and uh, just know that we're thinking about you, brother. And uh, Lindy, to answer a question that you uh, were thinking about, buddy, doesn't have to worry about thunderstorms, bro. He's good. So, uh, we'll raise a glass to, uh, Buddy. Yes, we will. Buddy, this one's for you. Cheers. Salute. All right, gentlemen. I think it is that time. By the way, side note, I love Westworld. If anybody, if you have HBO, my God, do yourself a favor and watch it. Plus, also, this is one of the best theme songs out on anything, like, right now. A beautiful piece of music. But, look, from all of us to all of you, uh, thanks, as always, for listening and for putting up with our stupidity. Particularly Todd. My God, you got victimized. Todd is now part of the hashtag MeToo movement, just from the Sports Group Podcast. (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, good grief. God bless. Anyway... No, I'm just kidding. Nah, man. It's all um, for free Merritt Kroger anymore. <laughs> well, <laughs> he didn't tell me that was a heady beer. Hey. <laughs> That's why we say, tap that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this isn't an episode he's listening to with his kids. <laughs> oh, no. 
Dude, he probably, if he's listening with his kids, he would have to turn this off in the first five minutes. Distinct possibility. <laughs> yeah, that's all he needs is, Dad, what's a reach around? <laughs> I'm halfway tempted to put the Sports Food podcast and redirect it to the, um, did Thanos kill me site to see if Thanos just slays the whole group of us at one time. <laughs> <laughs> now what? <coughs> what? We'll do it live. Hashtag true story. Good call, buddy. Good call, man. Good call. Holy moly, dude! I love that. Anyway, all right. Let me go to Bill O'Reilly as he takes us out somewhere along with Westworld. <laughs> If I can find the right thing. What does that even mean to take us out? That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a... I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I'll write it, and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! Anyway, oh man, all right, yeah, it's probably the end of the road. Let me get to everything and start shutting it down so we can get out of here. Hold on, I got too many windows open, dude. I can't find it. What the hell happened to Westworld? Oh, there it is. Okay, good. Whew, there it is, gone. Took me a minute. What did Thanos say? Did Thanos kill you? I don't know. Did he what? kill a sports crew is what I'm asking. Well, he killed you. He killed me once. I lived once. Randy lived. Of course fucking Randy lived. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Randy lived. Jeez. Thanks a lot, dickhead. <laughs> Randy's gonna... Never mind. I can't say what I'm gonna say. Bro, bro. I will, drink, I will drink lots and lots of beer in memory of both of you. I hate you. <laughs> is it... Is there, is there any, is there any beer if we're trapped in in like the Soul Stone? Is there any beer in there? I just want to know. I have no clue. Point of curiosity. I don't Homer know. Simpson. Will there be beer? Will there be beer? Hmm. I guess you guys are about to find out. We're gonna find out. Well, <laughs> hey, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, end of the road. There it is. Last one. We totally forgot, dude. Dude, the creator, Bob Duro, creator of Schoolhouse Rock, man. Bro, rest in peace, dude. Thanks for all the childhood memories, the childhood fun, man. Whether it's I was a Bill or I'm just a Bill and Conjunction Function, great job, man. You made some great music. Um, <laughs> thanks for teaching kids to care and what some of this stuff meant. Because Lord knows, in a political environment today, clearly some people don't freaking understand much of anything. <laughs> they probably need to go back to watching Schoolhouse Rock. They'd probably be better off. <laughs> uh. And Butter Ore. Are we back to Todd's reach around? What happened? <laughs> you know what? Forget turn back time. I think it's more like turn back. It's a circle, it's a circle jerk of life. Oh my God. Sweet... <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> I told you it's a Viagra ad. <laughs> oh, 
All right, no, for real, guys. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Oh my God, that was a that was a crazy. Yeah, who? All right, look, Todd. You just need to know if you were slain by Thanos. Okay, go ahead and check that, would you? I'm gonna look one more time. What's the what's this URL? Hold on, where is it? did Thanos kill me? Let me copy the link. We'll do it one more time here. It's out of curiosity. Do I live or do I die? You are slain by Thanos for the good of the universe. Fucker! <laughs> no, Thanos, no. We're the sports brew. You know what we do? Thanos, you know what we do here at the sports brew? You're damn right, dude. We shake it off. Hell yeah. You know why? You know why? Because we... <laughs> we got that green stone, baby. <laughs> Remember, my last name is Green, dude. <laughs> hey, yo. If there's anyone we would have, it would be that one. Which means that, unlike Bill O'Reilly, we don't even need to do it live. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a. I can't do it. Can't do we'll it. do it live. We'll do it live. Do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Don't be a hater, Bill. Sports brew, buddy. That's right, man. That's right. We're gonna turn back time. We're gonna shake it off. We're gonna let it go. We're gonna break free. You can't, you can't stop us. You can only hope to contain us. From all of us to all of you, as always, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Live Sportscaster.com, all of the above, any other places. Look, keywords are sports and brew. We know you like to drink. We know you like beer. Or maybe you like liquor or wine. That's fine, too. Just look us up, bro. Have a little fun. We hope you enjoyed tonight. Apparently, we did, because I've gone through enough beverages to make sure I have a long day at work tomorrow. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> we'll catch you on the flip side. From all of us to all of you, enjoy the week. Enjoy the weekend. NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs. Dude, live it up, man. Obviously, baseball. But uh, playoffs are where it's at. Stanley Cup playoffs, particularly. Somebody's going to lose some more teeth <laughs> before this before the Stanley Cup is done, man. But uh, Randy, it's great to see you tonight. Shannon, thanks for catching up. And like we talked about sure. at the end of Infinity War, dude, those Kirkland signature underwear, man, they are baller. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no lie. If you, if you live near a Costco, like for real, yes. they're, they're stretchy spandex, like mostly cotton, yes. but with a little bit of spandex boxer briefs. Yo. They help the boys out. They hug the boys up. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what knockoff brand they're supposed to be. Tommy John. I have no idea. But yeah, they they keep the boys happy. Mm-hmm. Like for real. Anyway, on that note. <laughs> on that note, it's time to go. We'll catch you on the flip side. Peace out, y'all. See y'all next time, man. Good night. See you. Late. Oh, and don't forget, not only may the 4th be with you, but Cinco de Mayo, y'all. <laughs> Go forth, <laughs> party on Wayne, party on Darth. Either way, party hard, party smart. We'll catch you later, y'all. Good night. Good night now. Margaritas. It's always 5 o'clock somewhere, particularly in the sports brew. Huh. <laughs>
Christ before.